All right, so we are here at Anime Materi 2023. 2022? 20 <laughs> He's in the future, bro. He's in the fucking future. Yeah. Yeah, I just got to get used to uh, a change of our equipment. We've, we've been used to our other mics and now I have to use our our field equipment that it's a different and we're changing it, but it's fine. We got it. Yeah, field equipment. Yeah. Ruben, so how you been, buddy? How was your how's your con experience, con's your con been, day? Con's been because fun, man. You, you have this one and then two weeks ago you had Comic Palooza. Comic Palooza. And it's kind of almost like a night and day difference. Yeah, this one was, uh, we're upstairs here at the GRB, so... Um, yeah, man, it's been it's been a little chillier up here. Not as much foot traffic up here, but so far it's been a pretty good pretty good time. And we're on the last day Sunday. right now, and it's like I don't know, ten thirty in the just, morning, just something like ten o'clock in the morning. So everybody's just now walking in. If you're catching it on video, you'll see the foot traffic behind me. But we are at the Cat Mechanic booth, which is Rick's wife, aka Mikkel. And uh, yeah, man, we're having a good a good old time out here, having a great time. We bought some weeb shit. Oh yeah, bought some shirts, <laughs> the Bulma shirt right there. Classy. Um, yeah, and uh, I bought some uh, like some stickers, and I got to go make a run for some shorts for Alice here in a little bit. You want me to pick at you? Uh, I already got her those, so she wants the Danny Dorito one. I like that one. That's a good <laughs> That's pun. A good That's a great pun. So uh, yeah, man, uh, work was work. Nothing too crazy. Don't want to talk about that too much. Uh, but gaming wise, um, I haven't really been able to game this weekend, so it's been a lot of. Uh, uh, Fortnite here and there, a lot of Path of Exile. I saw that. Still trying to get to 100 for the first character I've ever uh, tried to make this push for, mm -hmm. which takes forever because I think level 99 to 100 is all of the levels combined. So like all the XP that it took you to get to 99, then you have to add all that XP up for that last level, which would take forever. So it it doesn't it doesn't uh, it's not too polite to you when you're trying to make 100. So, so now that you're like almost at level 100 when it, and I'm I'm sure along the way you've picked up a lot of materials and loot so mm -hmm. how do you manage it near the end it, it, at this point it's it has to be this specific item that you want just to help mix min mix max your your gear or it has to be something that you're looking for uh, for another character or something you can know you can sell for other resources it's basically looking for? just looking for high dollar items so my filter on the items basically just takes out um, it just picks out like the most expensive currencies or like cards and stuff because you sell cards that give you certain items. Mm -hmm. And um, so uh, yeah, you're just basically looking for drops that are just gonna further get you a lot of currency. That way you can put more money into the build, basically currency into the build to try and, and elevate you up there. But like pretty much I'm, I can kill anything up to like the final bosses or whatever with pretty much pretty eat, like a lot of ease. Yeah. So it's just, not dying that's the thing is like the survivability is like not dying to some random bullshit on the ground which happens quite a bit like, or you kill a monster and this fucking green orb just follows you and just slams on your head and you're just like oh i'm just instantly dead like cool random elites with random prefixes yes like, oh, stupid and chained <laughs> chained chained and they put you like, the funnel, like link. The, yeah some oh. stupid shit like that yeah no they were they were dumb prefixes um and then like you know, just randomly opening up a, a, a strong box, and it's like, oh, it detonates all nearby corpses, and then you're just instantly whoop, dead. So then you lose 10% of your level until you know until you hit the level 1% or whatever, and then uh, you gotta start all over again, and it takes you hours, hours and hours. So you gotta make no mistakes. You gotta not get yourself into shitty situations or roll shitty maps or you know things like that. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, a little bit of that uh, while we were here at the con Friday. Hold on, I got more question about sure. Poe. So, 
You said you're looking for stuff that has certain currency, but what about if you want other builds for your Templar? Is there other builds that are, are, are viable, or is it simply like, because I see you go in there and you're just kind of like sending out pulse waves of everything, destruction. Right. Uh, is there like retribution builds, kind of like in WoW, or more like magic would have hammers flying around you? Or is there, I mean, or is it just one way? Yeah, no, there's all kinds of stuff, but basically uh, to level up a character to get it to end game would require so much more currency that I just stick with what I, what I have. Um, I don't really want to invest into another character this late into the league because I believe they're going to have a new league starting like mid-August, I believe so. They have a release of the name. They're doing a, a, an event for their release of the name of the next league on the 11th, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. So, um, yeah, I'm not trying to invest into any other characters at this point. It's just like I want to I want to get this character to 100 because nothing really much has come out. Uh, video game wise, so yeah, July tends to be kind of a slow month. Slow. That's my that's my, my backlog month when I you know look at something. I'm like, all right, like, it's been a year since I played this, or I haven't touched this in a while, and yeah, you know that's what I usually do when in the month of July and August for the most part. Yeah, so it's just been all Path of Exile, um, Fortnite, if if I have the time. But this week has not been. Like ever since Thursday night, I went to bed early, and we've been at the con like ever since. Like, I saw I'm you not on, no, up late. on a No Man's Sky for a second. Yeah, just for a little bit. The How boys wanted to check it out. It's running pretty smooth. Uh, we were checking out the latest update. I can't remember what it was called. Like Freightliners and yeah, stuff. Yeah, Stephen had brought it up um, yeah. last week or the week before last. So we, we, me and the boys, downloaded it to try and check it out. But I haven't been on since, and I don't think I've really played any games like on my actual PC since that night. Okay. Um, it's just been like on my Steam Deck, and I'm kind of interested in checking out Xenoblade Chronicles 3, but I've never played the other one, so I don't know if this is like a good jumping in point. Good question. Um, because that's the only real like big game that's come out in the, what, two months besides Stray, but Stray's pretty short. Anyway, I have that one. Um, but the, uh, yeah, the, the uh, Xenoblade Chronicles was the only thing that was really catching my eye, but. I'm not really like I said. I mean, I don't know. look, look. If you want to play a JRPG, you got Arise sitting there. I do have Arise, so. and I'm enjoying that one too. But I do like playing games portable too. The Steam Deck is definitely, uh, and the and the the Switch are very good at that whole. I want to lay in bed or I want to lay on the couch and like just hang out for a little bit. Yeah, I saw know? you playing Dark Souls three yesterday. It looked fine. I saw you playing Elden Ring. It looked fine. Yeah, running at a solid thirty on the Steam Deck up here. So I brought that. Yeah, I did bring it up here, and I was playing with it a little bit but we, to be honest man we really hadn't had the time i haven't brought it back it's been I busy i didn't bring it back saturday i didn't bring it back sunday so same it's just kind of like eh, we'll just hang out people watch and help so. out mikhail but you know today we're not helping out mikhail and not yet no not, not at all we're just gonna take a walk and she's looking Buy back stuff. <laughs> give me the e-line <laughs> Buy stuff um as far as like entertainment uh like like um i don't know like what i've been watching um, I finished The Boys Season 3. Wasn't it awesome? I liked it. I, I thought the ending was kind of soft. I, I thought it was a little points, soft. There were some points where I was like, it should have been more impact, but it wasn't that, It wasn't terrible. Right. I just thought it was a little, mm, they could have killed off one more character, you know? I don't want to spoil it, but yeah. they could have killed off one or one or two, you know? One or two. Make us feel something. So, um, I, I finished that one. I enjoyed it. Um, I started watching... Um, uh, you know, uh, I started watching a documentary last night about this guy called Hunter Moore from, like, 2010, 2011. And basically what he did was uh, create a website that was very popular in the scene, especially the scene that I was in at the time, which was, you know, music and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. 
um, it's called like scene, the scene scene. I don't know how they Wait, would say it anymore. Is, this, is anyone up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a documentary about that. <laughs> and <dude>. HBC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A- NBH. N- yeah. Yeah, NBH. NC. Yeah. So uh, it's a documentary about that guy. It's called The Most Hated Man on the Internet. Oh, yeah. Because didn't he like start like revenge porn for ex girlfriends yeah, and yeah, shit? Yeah, that's exactly what he did. So this guy was a total douchebag, um, and I remember I remember seeing that site as like a younger person yeah. coming out. I was like, okay, they talking <laughs> about buttholes up in here. Um, but uh, the um, I started that one last night. I got like half, or I think I finished the first episode. I was like, all right, it's one o'clock in the morning. It's time for me to shut it down. Yeah. Uh, but uh, me and Alice also watched uh, Lightyear, the mm. Pixar movie. Uh, the animation is really nice. Yeah. Um, nothing, nothing in that movie detracted me from the actual movie. What it was, mm-hmm. uh, all the controversy that was surrounding it. Anyway, it, it's like a total of two minutes of your on-screen time, and it wasn't even, not even two minutes. Like it was a two-minute sequence in which you see 15 seconds of a family. <laughs> Whoop-de-doo! Like it didn't really bother me at all. Um, but the, the the movie itself was pretty good. Um, and the way they presented it, like I said, it was really, uh, really well done on the on the visual effects. I don't know, like the coming from like Toy Story growing up, all the way up until now, you're like Jesus, dude. Like they they've upped their game, you know. And they're making oh, it yeah. look like a Final Fantasy. Like you remember what Final Fantasy? What was it called? Which one? Uh, the the ones that they make in 3D all the time. It was a uh, Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, Talking about the movie, the anime yeah, movie, the Ad- like Advent Children, I think. Advent yeah. Children that looked like that back in the day. I was like, wow. And then you see this, you're like, man. The technology just gets better and better. Way Exponential. better. Exponential. So, um, yeah, so watch The Most Hated Man on the Internet. Uh, played some Fortnite, played some Path, really just doing this convention the whole time. Uh, looking forward to getting out early today, possibly maybe after, I don't know, we have like an Astros game at some point today too, which is probably going to hold us up. Uh, but like nothing, nothing out of the ordinary, man. It's just been pretty chill, and and get, I gotta cut the grass. I gotta do chores. Oh yeah, <laughs> like I gotta I cram everything to, in. I gotta cram everything in like as soon as I get home. Like I'm gonna start cutting the grass. Uh, oh, and I watched the F1 race this morning, and uh, boy won. my boy Verstappen just won the uh, Hungarian Grand Prix. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, last night, Steven came over. We watched the UFC fights. Um, Amanda Nunez uh, took her title back. Um, and by was a decision. It was a decision, yeah, a uh, unanimous decision, which is uh, something that a champion, a, like a person coming into the championship, doesn't usually get. Except uh, Rose Namajunas's, uh, what was it, uh, the the Chinese lady? What's her name? I can't remember all the names. There's too many fucking fighters. Yeah. Um, how she lost the title and everything else. Uh, and then you had uh, Brandon Moreno taking the interim uh, bantamweight, the 125 pound title. I think it's bantamweight. Um, he took over that title, and then Derek Lewis lost to a quick stoppage in Dallas, Texas. And uh, the other fights were just so fast, like first-round knockouts, first-round submissions. I mean, we were watching the final fight at, like, 11, 15, 11.20, something, something like that. It was perfect for you. And I was like, oh, it was like, uh, it was like coming around to, like, 11.45, or Steven's like, I'm out the door. I was like, all right, bro, see you later. See, ya. see you later, man. So how about with being at Anime Materia this year? Did it spark your interest to want to catch up on some animes or watch some or catch some new ones? Or Yeah. Um, I curious. sat down at the bar at Saltgrass yesterday, and I was meeting some people from Dallas, actually, Dallas-Fort Worth area. And I was like, well, what do you suggest? You know, it, one guy was like, oh, I just watched the mainstream stuff, like uh, Demon Slayer, My Hero. The hot stuff. Yeah. The popular stuff. Dragon Ball Z, whatever. 
and this other guy made some other recommendations, so I added them to my list. Uh, I might end up picking up um, Funimation because some of the stuff that I'm, some of the stuff on Hulu is is okay, but like they're missing they're missing some stuff. As it's, well. it's not a dedicated anime yeah. stream service. Yeah. yeah so. so if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna go in for like the eight dollars a month or whatever it is. Try to catch up on some uh, anime. Like, I, I want to watch Super because I was a big Dragon Ball Z fan growing up, so I don't actually know what's going on in the world. Like, some people keep saying, like, Super Saiyan God, and I'm like, well, I don't know what that is. Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan God. Super yeah. Saiyan, Auto Super, Instinct. Super, Super, it's all super everything, and I'm just like, I don't I don't know what the, I don't know what all this means, so I kind of want to... You know, honestly, you're not missing out. You could just pick it up and just start watching it. I mean, it's... It, it, Dragon Ball Z isn't really known as a well-known drama. It's just... No good action and just what's Goku up to and who's he fighting and how's he gonna overcome it yeah. that's pretty much it so like if you think oh they're gonna make a callback to season one or something oh no I know like, that's not yeah you're, you're fine <laughs> but Super's not on Hulu Super's not on you know Correct. HBO or anything like that so I've gotta find Funimation will be for the sure the only place is gonna be Funimation and Crunchyroll aren't those two merged together at this point yeah because I remember we talked about it uh, it was a couple of months ago where Sony purchased Crunchyroll and Sony already owned Funimation so I thought they would have like a merger or at least made some fanfare about it and announced it but I haven't seen anything I had did see like a little banner on Funimation that said get something with Crunchyroll or something but I didn't look into it right because I'm just sticking to the animes that I'm watching right now but got what you're saying yeah they just should be getting the content of Crunchyroll into Funimation, but I don't know what that is. And honestly, I can't tell you the difference on what's what exclusive to one to compared to the other. So, right. Because mostly, if I want to find something on Funimation, I can find it. So. Right. Um, yeah, there was a, a couple of uh, other ones that I wanted to check out as well. One um, of the guys gave me a suggestion for was it Bastards or Bastard? That's on Netflix. Bastard on Netflix. Yeah. Um, everybody's been telling me to watch Naruto, um, but they gave me like the actual episode list that I need to like get through like oh you can watch episodes 1 through 20 so basically the first season and then skip 50 something episodes and then pick back up into this movie you know and, you know, and like, that okay. that does sound like a sound strategy to you know avoid the filler episodes and filler seasons mm-hmm. but at this point I'm so far beyond Naruto and One Piece and I know this sounds like blaspheme by saying <laughs> blaspheme. this but I really don't care <laughs> if I don't ever watch those again I'm fine because be there's fine. so many good <laughs> animes out right now right that i that i'm enjoying mm. like jujutsu kaisen rise of the shield hero of okay. course attack on Titan. that even though i miss some of the older golden standards right i think i'll be fine you and know, even if they say use this, this cheat sheet to skip i'm like just give me the bullet points bro or, bullet or points. i'll go to youtube and give me the, watch the bridge version <laughs> and there was uh, another one that they told me is like uh what is it how many how much can you lift or something like that how, how much can you wrench bro or something uh, like that? Some, some shit like that they were like checked out and i was like all right, all right. and something <laughs> like that where they make an anime like like a slice of life yeah. like i'll okay. watch that i'm fine no problem. uh but yeah so uh no it's definitely it's definitely got my interest back into like watching some more animes uh I'd, like i said i did do demon slayer um the first the first arc and then the second arc and uh, now i'm on the inner i did start the entertainment district this week mm-hmm. um so i'm on like episode two or three um and looking forward to finishing that one the the two side characters have, have Calm down so far in these okay. first opening stages. That's always been my um, issue like, because uh, of what happened to them at the end of the Mugen Train okay. type thing. So uh, yeah, it's it's been a good time watching it. But if, you know, if you have to get through a whole season and a half of those two kids, you're like, oh, okay, I can. I see think that was my problem. <laughs> I like, think that was my problem. I like Tanjiro. I think he was well balanced and, and, and cool hero. But his right. buddies, I was just like, 
That would be like me telling you, oh, you should watch Game of Thrones, but uh, you gotta you gotta slog through the first three seasons because yeah, it just sucks up until that point. You know, like, you'd be like uh, I don't want to watch the show if it doesn't get good until. 20, 30 hours in, then I don't even want to watch the show. Yeah, and you know, and, and if a show has some parts that I'm not too crazy about, I'm fine. It's just a couple of parts. But if it's a couple, like if it be, goes beyond that, where it just yeah, it's, it's like uh, uh, start nodding off, yeah, start falling asleep at the wheel. Okay, <laughs> man. There's so much other stuff to watch for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, as far as like the rest of the day, uh, we're just gonna finish out, you know, anime Matsuri, and then wrap it uh, up next week I've got nothing so I'm going to try and catch up on all the stuff that I've been missing out on this week I kind of want to hang out with Alice I've been missing her all weekend so um, I'm going to buy her some nice little booty shorts and see how it goes <laughs> but uh, tell me about you man how, how's everything been with you we've been missing you on the Option Select podcast oh, you guys are doing great Kevin's doing a good good spot he's holding it down you guys he's are holding great. it down for the underground you guys are doing great you're holding off uh, no I've been good uh, work's been better uh, getting out of a good decent st- schedules like I have time to do what I gotta do yeah and I've been working on my own stuff my own hobbies my own streams uh, I do a lot I have been doing I've been trying to learn how to play on Hitbox and not well not the brand Hitbox but a leverless controller okay so it basically if you guys don't know it's instead of having a, an actual joystick lever on your arcade stick you actually have left down right and then up where your thumb, your thumb button should be so you know you basically have buttons for your movements right and I, I, I told you, talked to you about this earlier, but if people don't know, you know, if you're playing f- fighting games, you just want to jump forward. It's just move the stick up, and, up right. forward. But in a in a, in a leverless controller, it's forward and jump. And you have to boom, boom, yeah, boom. So you kind of take that for granted. You got to remember to move everything with your hands. And there are some advantages, of course, of just having everything at at the you know at the tip of your fingertips right. when it comes to movement because the movement it just comes as fast as you can move your fingers. Mm-hmm. Of course. With the lever, you can move it fast, but there's always going to be that travel time right. between things. And in a game, when you have to execute in frames, mm-hmm. that can make a difference between did you get the block on time or did you, did you just walk forward into that or right. did you execute right? And just, So, I mean, it makes... I'm not saying that one is going to have a clear advantage over the other because you still have to practice with something mm-hmm. to be proficient with anything, with Period. any tool. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's something I want to just broaden my horizon when it comes to fighting games because you guys know that I love playing them and if I could just try something different if I could just maybe if I don't even if I don't stick with a leverless controller the fact that if I could just learn something with my executions or just how to handle something and then transfer over when I go back to my arcade stick that'll be totally worth it so right. I've been playing that and I've been using it with DNF Duel okay. because on that game the executions aren't really that heavy. It's mostly, if you want to do your special, it's you do a lot of shortcut motions. It's just forward and your special button, down your special button, back your I'll special uh, button. Grand Blue Fantasy so, so, Yeah, similar to Grand Blue Fantasy. Yeah, very much so. So, I mean, so on that game, it's given me a lot of practice just to get my movement down. And Because once I could get my fundamentals down, then I'll go to a more advanced game like Guilty Gear or Street Fighter where I could start executing, you know, uh, down forward or down back and DP motions and half circle back forward. You know, because in Guilty Gear, I have an issue when a lot of specials are half circle back forward. So you got to really swing that stick around. Or if you just practice it with your fingers, just kind of roll it. Right. And then forward. It's just it's just execution and just practice. So I want to eventually be able to play those kind of games. Well, th- those execute those kind of level skills. Right. With Watch Call. And I, and I think that the, uh, a leverless will, will help. And I call it a leverless because I don't want to just say hitbox and hitbox and then subliminally start 
selling Hitbox oh, because okay, it's yeah, that yeah. Hitbox is a brand. Because like Frisbee and Disc Golf. And, yeah, yeah, and the, Kleenex, Kleenex and Q-tips yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> because Hitbox is a brand and a type of controller, but it isn't the only one. Right. There's a whole bunch. There's I've seen like the little sandwich board, one called the sandwich board. Uh, you know, there's some homebrew uh, leverless uh, controllers. Of course. There's, and there's even somewhere, even the moving buttons, the, the movement buttons are WASD. Like they're actual just little keys, like one, two, three. Okay. Just like that, because some people play on keyboard, yeah, so they I've learn to before. play like that, yeah. I've seen them play with uh, uh, WAS and D, um, and then they'll play with the directional pad, uh, the directional Like, like a number pad the, or something like that? Either the number pad or the actual up, down, left, right arrows for like yeah, their hits and definitely. stuff. Definitely. Yeah, I've seen that happen before too. It's weird. I've seen people play FPSs that way. Wow. So they'll move W A S and D and they'll aim like that and they'll have like a, a I don't know like space will be to shoot I don't know it's weird I've seen some crazy stuff I mean I, it's all about just how you can adapt and learn and yeah. once you make it second nature I mean it's once you make an extension of your of your your, your hands your arms it's it's just up to you and I've also seen some where they have this D pad and then the rest is like a like an arcade button layout so you have a D pad here and then the rest is just you know. Okay. Punch and kicks. So I mean, people are very innovative when it comes to customizing your sticks. And even within the fighting game scene, that's almost like a subculture because your sticks are kind of, again, an extension of how to express yourself. You right. know, while you, some people have LED lights, some have a Vulex layout, some people have, you know, just homebrew made out of cardboard. Some people have this very it's nice like Panzer. <laughs> yeah, I've seen somebody use a shoe, like an Amazon box before. You know, I've seen some people have these nice Panzer box with the LEDs that light up. And nice. I mean, it's, it's customization. It's really cool. You know? Right. So I've been playing on, and I purchased that leverless stick several years ago at Retropalooza it's through the white and red one right it's actually no it's a, it has a Chun-Li layout oh okay, you probably okay, seen it okay. it's on the, on the top show who did it have the white and red one was that House then that had the leverless one mm. he might have been yeah I think that's the Hitbox he, brand he, like, one he brought that shit with him he's oh, like yeah. oh we're gonna play fighting games <laughs> oh, I miss oh, House dude and I talk oh, to say him. word <laughs> yeah I miss House dude shout out to, shout out to House dude I've been seeing him on nothing but multiverses dude I, yeah he's on it dude Non-stop. yeah I told yeah. him man next time he's in town he needs to drop by and just hang out and we'll do a little excellent adventures and play fighting games online but yeah i've been playing on that and um i've just been because uh, i've been also doing some guilty gear but I, when i wanted to experiment with the leverless i was like let me go to dnf duel so an and easier, I, yeah it's an easier game yeah and then once i level up i'll, I'll, I'll move up there you but, go uh, i've also been playing sekiro sekiro shadows die twice dang and you know after coming fresh off of elden ring Ooh-oh. and then going into sekiro being so so obviously there's button layouts are different because in Elden Ring you would have to hit X I'm using an Xbox controller on Steam by the way okay. so you hit X to use your, your flask your item whatever you have highlighted mm-hmm. on Sekiro it's up on the D-pad right to, to use your item so, mm-hmm. so um, and then it's X on that game to jump dash but anyway, but you have to the get used to. Yeah, it, it's it's different. You know, it's just it, it, the, the layout is different. So you, all the muscle memory I had from Elden Ring going to second, I'm like, oh, okay, what am I doing? Hold on, hold on, hold on, chill out. Okay, but like I said, going fresh from Elden Ring into Sekiro, you know, being able to move and recognize dodges and and and, and bosses and just, and just getting out of the way that works. But of course, Sekiro doesn't play that way. Right. Sekiro does give you some little bit of iframes here and there, but it's not meant for you to sidestep it's meant for you to engage in the combat and right. 
I, I don't know about everybody else. You have. You've played it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like everybody who at least has been exposed to Elden Ring and has played it, and this is their first From Software game, and they want more, I wouldn't put off Sekiro. Even though, yes, you probably have heard it's difficult. Mm-hmm. But you already did the hard part of playing Elden Ring and fighting all these bosses. Right. Sekiro is just... It doesn't mean like throw you the deep end. It'll, it'll start off with, here's a little crony. Practice your dodging and parrying. Mm-hmm. And then it'll give you something more difficult, like here's some dogs. And then some enemies with bigger weapons that have like bigger delay windows. Mm-hmm. But you'll start learning and learning and learning. Then you, next thing you know, you're fighting a boss. Mm-hmm. And then you recognize, even as big as he is, he still is very parable as long as you know it's a basic attack. You know, the game will warn you, you're like a throw a big old red danger kanji sign right. to either Miki Kiri Connor, jump over if it's a low sweep, or watch the command grab. So yeah. you get you get warning signs. Yeah. So and, and the thing is, if you played an Elden Ring game, you're in the same ballpark. Now it's just fine tuning and getting execution done. And and when it comes to that game, it's just hands down my favorite combat, in oh, all yeah, from software. Dope. I mean, Elden Ring has jockeyed to become the my number one from software game overall. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the combat, Sekiro is just bar none because you have to be engaged with it. You just can't dodge. You have to mm-hmm. get your Perry, 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 back off, and pow, get in there, you know, right. get in there, get in there, get in there, and then go, do you go for one or anticipate the or, parry? Or you're going to gamble and risk it all, baby. Yeah, and then, <laughs> oh, and here comes the Mikiri counter. If you can get it, you're going to get a lot of poise damage. If go. not, you're going to eat it. Mm. So, I mean, there's something about that game. It Going back and fighting, like, Lady Butterfly, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember you. I remember you. So I've been back to Sekiro, and then it was been roughly a year since I last played it. Right. So even though it's been that long but coming fresh off of Elden Ring it's, it still feels good and I'm, and I'm enjoying it I'm, I'm playing on Steam and I've been having a blast that's what's up yeah um, as for media what I've been watching what have I been watching Stranger Things I, yeah I've been caught, been getting, getting caught up in Stranger Things I'm enjoying it there's little parts where I'm just like okay okay that's a little weird but of course the show's kind of overall weird to begin with yeah but there's just some parts where if you guys know me where if if once my if I can't suspend my suspend my disbelief, right. if it takes me out of that immersion, I'm just like, uh, and do me wrong. I know necromancers don't exist. I know upside down <laughs> worlds don't exist. But when when you kind of bend the real life part to, and, and I'll say that for later later graph on, on another podcast. But um, and then I've been watching uh, when it comes to anime. Yeah, there's gonna be some background. Somebody had an accident for sure. Of course, <laughs> it happens. And then, uh, of course, in honor of anime material, I've been watching a lot of anime myself. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, that's jockeying to be another one of my favorites. I'm enjoying it a lot, especially nice. when I'm exercising, swinging the kettlebells, because I just have it playing and I'm just, you know, doing my exercises. It's all good. We're going to take that spot too. Setting up yeah, <laughs> on, on a Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> and we were going to take that spot too for the podcast. I should have. Oh, it's okay. I'm yeah. here. I'm knocking stuff over. No, I'm, I'm telling you, you kind of have to like be prepared because, you know, in your in your studio you have your desk right. your couch your layup you know exactly where to move yeah and here we kind of like, yeah this is just, <laughs> just kind of makeshift so we got these chairs and, and, and a tv we're tray and we're on a tv tray yeah you can touch it and it could just yeah. all fall apart at any moment uh, easily you know yeah. but it's all good it's good I'm having a good time we're good yeah but that's it for for my week it's been pretty good so you only watch jujitsu kaisen jujitsu kaisen for the most part things. stranger things um and you're on the final season of Stranger Things. Yeah, you've, you've had already been caught up up until yeah. this point. Okay. Yeah. And I and I always enjoyed the show. If if anything was weak was maybe season two. Season was two a was a little weak. little soft. Yeah. And I'm not saying it was terrible. It was just weak compared because 
the first one started off really strong, mm-hmm. and then the third one just made up for it again. And one of my favorite characters is Steve. I like him a lot. He's yeah, super cool. He Steve. he started off like a, a jerk, <laughs> and like then just got cool. yeah. And now now it's like I want Nancy and Steve to get that together. Aww. Come on, fuck uh, Jonathan. He looks like a fucking romantic. stoner. He looks like a fucking stoner. He's anyway. a stoner, bro. I don't want him. Don't <laughs> do better, Nancy. Do better. He's even better with your life. He reminds me of Jamie Lannister because you know how he started off with D bag, complete D bag. Nobody yeah. liked him. I was like what? And then he got knocked in a humble real quick. Yeah, you got that well, humble pie, baby. He got he, got, he got his hand chopped. <laughs> a and slice. then you realize, well, he's not too bad. So, yeah. Now you got to fight with your left hand, bro. Yeah, so I'm liking Steve a lot. That's what's up. Uh, yeah, no, the, the season four of Stranger Things was was pretty dang solid. And, and that's another thing I wanted to bring up, too. Um, I wanted to segue is how with this season, they're going beyond the regular formula of either 22 minutes or an hour. You know what I'm about? Where mm-hmm. most shows usually do that. And, and when I mean shows, most shows now, it's when it comes to the streaming platform. Because I don't, I, I'm sure if you guys are listening to us right now on a podcast, that you're probably into streaming your entertainment. Mm-hmm. Because broadcast TV, unless you're watching, you know, the NHL, NFL, MLB, you're probably not watching cable TV. Probably not. Correct. Safe to say. I mean, you saw me watch a race on my phone. Exactly. So I, I mean, wasn't watching it. I mean, even if I watch it at home, it's not on my. I don't have a cable network. So It'll be through a streaming service of your choice. I pay for the service. It's like $80 for the whole year, and I get to watch all the races live, which is pretty dope. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah the way of the cable box is, is very antiquated, and streaming is a new thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the relics of that system is having these shows programmed in 22 minutes and one hour. And it's, you're seeing it now with Stranger Things where they're going beyond that, where it's not within those two time slots. They go over well over oh, an hour. Like two-hour episodes. Yeah, easily. Ooh. Easily. And I like that they're doing that because they're taking their time to get an, a whole episode in, to get the story done in that episode, whether it's... And they're telling the full story yeah, of that episode. Without drawing not, it out, without yeah. cutting suspension. It's, even if it takes, you know, uh, 74 minutes to get this episode done, okay. they're going to do it. And I like that. Yeah. And, and I'm kind of hoping this is going to be a change for a new TV... To for new streaming services with their their own shows to break out of that mode. Not if if it takes them twenty two minutes to make an episode, fine. Right. But if they need more or less or just just to get the episode done, just don't be constrained and say, oh, we gotta cut it up. We're done. Right. It's an hour. I think that uh, HBO is gonna stick with that format just because they have to publish on both their their TV channel and the streaming network, so they're gonna still contain the hour blocks on the sure. specified otherwise. So. I'm suspecting like the new Game of Thrones or the new Last of Us episodes to be about an hour long, um, but yeah, I can I can definitely see where Netflix uh, definitely took a, a, a shine on that on that extra time because uh, I think one episode was like two hours and thirty minutes the final episode if I'm not mistaken, uh, and I think that they should do that more often like let tell the story of the episode as it is organically don't draw it out too long just because you want to make more hours or uh, you know, don't try to jumble everything in in 22 minutes because then you don't get, you know, then nobody understands what's going on, that type of thing. So. It's, it's like going back to, um, we harp about it and joke about it still, but the last season on Game of Thrones where it just felt like everything was just rushed, and it was, and mm-hmm. we know it. And look, I don't know what it takes to the logistics to have a show like that on scene in five different locations around the world with so many people to get everything done. I'm sure maybe they were tired and they just wanted to wrap it up as soon as possible, but it feels like if they could have just somehow talked to everybody and get these episode links or are or, or lined up where they could just get the story done and do it right right I think there's yeah well the show fell off after they ran out of source material as well for sure that's another uh, uh, thing to talk about also but it's just I just don't want other good shows to suffer like Game of Thrones did right that's it because it, 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 if you really think about it Game of Thrones it was 
really, really good. The biggest show of all time. Just one of the best ones yeah. ever. And so you can, and even the, I'm not saying the last season was complete garbage, but it just was. Rush. It wasn't shoulder to shoulder with the rest of the seasons. Right. If you had to rank them, it would be at the bottom. Probably more than like. It would. Yeah. yeah. It's not definitely not the best. So I'm just I'm just glad watching Stranger Things got me. You know, noticing the, just the, the time difference because I was like, I told Michael, like, we're finishing dinner, like, all right, let's just stop right here. We're like, how much is left? Like, that can't be that much, right? Oh, shoot, we still got a whole hour. There's a whole hour. Yeah, like, what I was like, wow, we've been here? watching for an hour, you know? So it's just like, <laughs> no, so, the okay. episodes have been great. Yeah, me and Alice would watch like one episode a night, and uh, it was just a good a good time. And uh, yeah, you could pause, take breaks, do all that good stuff. But but yeah, that, that show definitely came into its own, and I, I can't wait for this last season that they're working on, uh, and then for the Duffer Brothers to move on. And if they take this kind of care and attention to their own show, then hopefully with the source material for Death Note that they're going to be working on, that they that they show that that source material the same respect, and they give it the time that it deserves. Because that that if they do do a live action version of Death Note, they're going to have a lot of nuances and a lot of um, things that they got to work with. Um, not only that, but special effects and like really great actors just all the way around. You can't just hire like just a, oh, it's just a good voice actor or whatever, and then everything's gonna be okay. Um, but you know, uh, I hope that that they do that. You know, and they, if they, and right now, from what I'm seeing from this last season of Stranger Things up until like the end, that that yeah, I feel like that's gonna translate to it anyway. I would so hope so, definitely. I, I think it will. Been, yeah, I remember you and Kevin were talking about how. Uh, Death Note is being redone by the Duffer Brothers. Duffer Brothers, right? Duffer Brothers, yeah. yeah. How they're doing it. And, of course, we saw the Netflix adaptation, which was just terrible, a, a mess. It was a an mess. hour and a half and, for seven hours of content. Yeah, yeah, and Death Note is one of my favorite animes. And, yeah, you, you can't expect to get a story like that down in, you know, 90 minutes. Nope. So, I mean, just, the, just, just Light himself, he's literally two characters, sometimes even three characters all in one. Right. So, you to fully ex- explore that and expand that you can't squeeze it in and that and that's just one character you know, once you bring in Ryuk and freaking L and M and uh, Misa Misa and all them characters right. I mean and then Remy and then the other uh, Shimigamis you have to really flesh it out oh yeah she lost it <laughs> <laughs> not cute anymore <laughs> so, oops. oops yeah sorry there's all kinds so, of stuff there's all oh, yeah, distractions, got distractions happening they know what it's about. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I just, you know, I want to see the same care and attention to this show as they did to their own source material, basically. Sure. But, uh, but yeah, man, I'm glad you're watching it. I'm yeah. glad that uh, Mikkel forced you to watch it. Cause yeah, she, well, she, cause she I walked, slid in cause the I walk, Yeah, I walked in the house and I heard the, the TV blaring. I was like, you're watching Stranger Things. You bum, re-up bum, 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 bum. Like, you re-up Netflix. She's like, yeah, but I'm paying for it this time. I'm like, okay. okay. <laughs> but, but I'm over here <laughs> mooch, like, right. I'm mooching off for Funimation and stuff. <laughs> I was like, well, okay, fine. I'll start paying for Funimation then. Fine. Yeah, I'll pay for Funimation then. That's funny. So, yeah. All right, brother. So that's all you did this week? For the most part. Um, I remember last week or the week before, you and Kevin were talking about there was that Bandai Namco got leaked and they had some rumors of possible releases yeah. that's coming out. And one of them was Elden Ring, Badlands, DLC. Barbarian, whatever. Look, me personally, if you ask me, I think that's all just made up fake. Oh, of course. That's just me. Uh, there, there could be some bits of truth in there somewhere. I don't know. I mean, the only truth I'll see in that is that they are working on some stuff here and there for these, these titles. Mm-hmm. But when I saw the one for Elden Ring, it got me thinking. When would when would you believe it would be a good time for FromSoft and Bandai Namco to release DLC for the game? Because I remember several years ago when 
Horizon Zero Dawn came out, and then they finally had some DLC come out. Maybe in the winter that same year, what was it called? The, the one for, for um, Frozen Wilds. Yeah, Frozen Wilds. Uh, I remember it was like you know several months ahead, so it wasn't too far, but it was enough time mm-hmm. between the game that some people were had to re re remember the game and how to play it again. Correct. And I was thinking, how would that work with Elden Ring? If there was, if there's any bit of truth to this that rumor that they are coming out with DLC for Elden Ring, would you want to see it sometime soon within this year, or you think a year later would be good? And 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 because my question is. Will it still be relevant? Right. Uh, I think Elden Ring is going to be around for a while. Um, and especially with DLC trickling in. I mean, it took Dark Souls 3 a, a minute to, to release all of their DLC. What was it? Three different packs of DLC, if I remember correctly? I, was for, I think it was two. Ring City and Ashes of Andrel. Okay. So there's two different DLCs that came out maybe like a year apart to eight months, something like that. Uh, I don't. I don't see. I think the people that play Elden Ring, they are devoted to it. Because I can tell you right now, not a single person has. Not well. I'm pretty sure a single person has. But like to experience all of it at the, you know, in one playthrough, or you know, good luck. Uh, or if you're not gonna go through and do a second, third, fourth, fifth, all the way up to eighth playthrough. I got a friend that's gonna grind nothing but souls to one million, mm-hmm. and then do nothing with and it. And then do nothing with yeah, it? I don't know who that oh, is. But okay. I, I, I've heard that there's a friend that does that. Oh, uh, yeah. No, he uh, he gets on for 20 minutes at a time and kills nothing uh, from what he tells me. Uh, really good use of time. That's a really good use of his time. Uh, he's been playing a lot of multiverses, <laughs> by the way. Uh, he likes it because there's no back button or no uh, block, block button. button. Yeah. There's a dodge. You get two dodges, apparently. I got I, got, I downloaded it last night. I want to check it out. But anyway, back to Elden Ring. Um, uh, I mean, we can, we, can, we can talk about that because, like, Back in the day, back in like the EA Prime days, like when they were there, like at the top of their power with like Mass Effect and things like that. Um, let's just let's be real. They had day one DLC like already on the disc, and then you had to pay to unlock. We know it. what EA is about, right? But we know like, the, that's that's their practice. We know their practice, right? And then people got so fed up with that, they just you know they were just like, oh, we're not gonna either we're either gonna buy it or not buy it. You know, it was that type of thing. But mm-hmm. like, would you have been upset if like Elden Ring had had it? already in the work so they had some assets on the disc saying hey this is what we're going to use you know not saying anything actually just it being on the disc uh and having the assets in there and then them finishing it over time and then releasing it as an update you know right now we just don't know um and then you know granted the leak more than likely fake like 98 percent fake but like um but yeah like so i feel like they're going to be relevant no matter what as long as they don't release another Elden Ring, or because there's no more Dark Souls, right? Is there going to be a, a second Sekiro? You know, Sekiro what, there's armored, armored Core. I think January. that's the rumored one. That's because Miyazaki's been talking about working on stuff and got stuff ready. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's an Armored Core. Right. And then what's the next Souls-like game? Demon Souls Two? Do they come back to Demon Souls? What are they? You know, where are they going? More than likely, it's just going to be Elden Ring DLC for about the next two two years mm-hmm. because it's such a massive game that you can continue to add on to it. Um, so uh, I think it'll still be relevant no matter what because you still have the hardcore fan base that just they want to speed run or they want to do this. And then like even if they brought the the hype was so big for Elden Ring that even if they were to release a DLC 10 years from now, they're going to be like, oh, the, the DLC is coming out for Elden Ring. Then people would jump back in the game to play it, I feel like because the, the the fans are just so die hard about it because they love the experience like like yourself and myself 
uh, we like the challenge of, of difficult bosses and all that all that uh, all that fun stuff. So, what do you think? What do you, well, do you honestly, think it's be honestly, I w- if they, I wouldn't. Honestly, I wouldn't know what kind of DLC they would bring because if you say they're gonna bring more another territory to explore, it's like the between lands between are huge already. Mm-hmm. It's massive. Mm-hmm. So if they bring in more areas to explore, like okay, uh, more classes, but even then classes are never relevant. Right. Uh, more weapons, you have a ton of weapons oh, already. So I mean, I, I really don't know if you can make DLC, I mean, maybe add some more bosses. For sure. Uh, I'm, I'm sure they're creative enough that they could think of something to add to the game. But as for DLC, I think the game is fine as it is right now. Like they don't need to add. Mode would be yeah, dope. that's what they did with Sekiro. They added that. But as for like adding more content to Elden Ring, I think it's fine at what it is. And, and also since the hardcore fans like us who really love the Souls games that play have played just about everything and even to the newcomers that have just barely played like this is their first game mm-hmm. this game still has a lot of content and things to do that if if you feel like you need DLC I, I don't know man right because there's so many I, there's just so many things so many like Jackal so said it there's so many routes that you could go through would you rather them not work on DLC and start working on their next Souls-like game at this point. So, like, the, what you're saying, but basically what you're saying is, like, this game is perfect. It's good where it's at. It's a good spot. If anything, just make some uh, maybe minor adjustments here and there, like, balancing some things, maybe uh, getting things more prepared for the PC, like, fixing just some uh, performance issues. That's just about... That's, uh, that's, uh, uh, and that's always been my issue with the game. It's, it's just marred by some technical issues here. Mm-hmm. If they could just fix that, if they make some DLC, I don't know what they would bring in, but... I think that it's fine where it's at right now, and so I, I don't know. I get where you're coming from. I, I think that you're probably right on that. That maybe they should start working, like finish Armored Core, and then start working on the next thing. But you know, it's got to stick in the Elden Ring universe because you know it's so so much bigger of a launch and oh, yeah. sales than Sekiro or Dark Souls or For Demon sure. Souls just in general. That um, it would have to be in that same realm. So even if they pull like a, a Breath of the Wild two. And use the exact same map, but further in the future, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they could change up the entire, you know, how everything works. I mean, I could see them doing that too, but I don't think he would go that lazy route. You know what I'm saying? He likes to build worlds from the ground up uh, and give you fresh new experiences. So I could see them just di- not ditching Elden Ring. He still continues to support with like updates and balance patches and things like that. But like to to move on to something completely different. Uh, and without George R. R. Martin attached, because I think Miyazaki's proven that that he can make a fucking phenomenal game over and over and over again. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm, either way, if there's more content, I'm down. If there's not, and they make a new game, I'm, I'm also so down. Yeah, I love that I'm game fine. so much. I'm fine either way. It I'm doesn't a fan. Bother me. So I'm just a fan. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just a fan, and I'm a fan of what he does. So much of a fan that I might actually pick up Armored Core, and I'm not a big fan of that type of game. No, there's, there's a lot of people that don't know that. Like, that but like, wait, what's Armored Core? From soft, what's the from soft game? Like yeah. what? I thought they only make Souls games. No, they they actually had some other stuff. They do other things. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. And I'm not saying I ever played Armor Core, but I knew that that I mean that's something outside you know my wheelhouse of experience when I it comes think to I games. Played in the PlayStation One days, if I remember correctly. I think I had a copy of Armored Core on PlayStation One. Yeah, the Wind Bros told me about it, and I was like, oh yeah, it has Armored been Core. a long yeah. time, bro. But uh, but yeah, that uh, that DLC, like I said, I'm I'm. I'm both for and against it at the same time. Yeah. So when I saw it, I was just like, uh, "Elden Rings at a good spot." If, I don't, I don't know what they'll ever. If they do, it's fine where it's at. Yeah. Uh, I also want to talk about uh, the Last of Us, the remake. Yeah. 
and how you feel about it because I know you played it. I know you're a fan. You played it when it came out. It's one of my favorite friends. Then you played it again when it got re-released. Uh, did you play the remastered version when uh, it came out? Yes. And then of course the one that came out in 2020, Last of Us Part, Part Two. Two so you're in it. You love it. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel with them coming? Like, do you feel like there was like, did this come out of left field, or or were you, were you when you hear like, oh, there's a remake, you're like, yeah, great, I want that, I needed that, or you're like, no, again. I didn't need it. I didn't need it. But uh, after seeing the stuff that they put online about how they remade it, how they've revamped the AI, uh, and all the mocaps are are better utilized on this uh, on this architecture of P- uh, PlayStation Five. Uh, I feel like uh, this is probably the game that they wanted to make originally, kind of like they did with uh, The Last of Us Part Two. Uh, it took all the the stuff that they that they wanted in that original game and they put it in that game. And then now that they have the technology to do so, why not to implement it? Implement it. Yeah. You know, the AI is phenomenal, uh, especially if you when you get into the harder permadeath modes and stuff like that. Uh, they're very unrelenting. Um, uh, the graphics and the environment up- upgrades are very nice to see. Um, and and uh, just all around, just a full-on upgrade for it. I'm not gonna call it a remaster or a remake. It's more of a remaster to me because it, it feels like they just used that that same engine, but they took the skin from The Last of Us Part Two and just kind of implemented it over this one. And that, hey, we can put more pixels on the screen, so we're gonna do that. So um, as far as it being seventy dollars, it's a little steep. It's a little steep, but uh, you know what? <laughs> I mean, thirty bucks, drone, right? Been, thirty bucks would have been fine. Forty bucks would have been fine. Uh, it would have came out thirty nine ninety nine. Perfect yeah, sweet spot. Been perfect, perfect. Uh, I do want to see uh, how it performs because um, there are a lot of Last of Us fans. So, um, those poor guys. Uh, yeah, man. It's a good time though. It's a good story. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. Um, I, I want to see where, what they do, uh, and if and if this starts a precedent. I hope it doesn't for, I don't know, let's say, uh, oh, uh, we're going to, you know, we're going to re-release God of War 3 on, you know, now we have the technology to do what Facial we really expressions. want. Yeah, God of War 3 and the... Volume lighting. We're going to, re you know, Every a density. remake of God of War 1, like the original from PlayStation 2, that would be dope. Now, if Bluepoint gets a hold of it... Oh, like, boy. Yeah. Bluepoint gets a hold of... They need to get a hold you of y- y- Bloodborne. Y- 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 souls, yeah. They need to get a hold of Bloodborne already. Just give them the IP for Bloodborne and let's go. That would be awesome. But uh, I mean, it's a it's a tough call. Like I definitely want to play it, but it was it August, right? It's coming out September. September. So we're a month away, and I might just because I got nothing else to do. I mean, I just wait, might. I, I, I just want. I just wanted like as a fan, I was like, yeah, I really want this. Or you're just kind of like. I'll, I'll pick it up just because I want to because yeah. I enjoy the series but same could be said about you and Persona that's true because Persona's getting re-released on PlayStation 5 and there's no upgrade path and on PC and on Switch and you've already had the base copy of the game I have the vanilla version and I purchased the, the Royal version. Version, version yeah and now you're going to purchase the third copy I'll just get on like Switch I'll get <laughs> on Switch yeah called it that for sure on that but as for the upgrade to PS5 I don't understand that part. Like, what are you guys expecting? Like, higher right. frame rate? Maybe a little better loading. But even then, like, if you have a physical copy, you're fine. Right. If you have it downloaded, I'm sure the PlayStation 5 will still play it. So it's just like, I if I, I don't understand people like, what? you don't have to buy it again. No, you already have not. it. I mean, what, what kind of, 
uh, improvements you expect. Is it full price, 60? I have no idea. Probably. I'm not sure. Woo. Yeah. So, so. I mean, but I, I want to go back to, to, to Lou. Sure. And so I remember when they were talking about it, they had like side-by-side comparisons. And I looked at it and I was like, <laughs> if they say, hey, corporate wants you to tell you the difference. I'll be the like, same picture. they're the same thing. It's, it's Joel's ugly face. So what? More wrinkles. He, he has more cannon face. Right. Good. You know? Uh, when they said, oh, we're going to work on the AI. Okay. Now that's, that's pretty cool. Right. I like that. But when it just comes to like, oh, it just looks prettier. Yeah. I don't care about that. I, I, cool. The environment for sure. The character models, not so much like the characters look fine to me back then. Uh, they're changing around the actual motion of the characters as well. So they use the motion engine from Last of Us Part 2 as a, as opposed to like the blockiness of Last of Us Part 1, the original release. Um, so the, the motion looks a little bit more fluid. It feels a little bit more lived in and more time has passed, um, you know, the where civilization has fallen. For and sure. Stuff like that. So I like that side of stuff because I've always enjoyed the environment of the game. And what really, what really grabs me about that game, other than its story, is the stealth combat. Uh, you know me, I, I love stealth-based games. So uh, it definitely scratched the itch in between, uh, especially for like The Last of Us Part 1 was uh, in between Metal Gear Solid 4 and 5 for the like the stealth sneak in, try not to alert any enemies because then you're in big trouble. They all come after you, you know, that type of thing. And you can't really run anywhere. You got to fight it out. So uh, uh, it definitely scratched that itch. And that's what really got me into it in the first place. Mm-hmm. And then when 2 came out, I know everybody was upset about whatever. But didn't fucking bother me at all. I still enjoyed the story. Uh, it still had me on the edge of my seat, story-wise. And once again, the the stealth-based combat and how they changed everything up. Uh, the one thing that they're not adding in from Tulu 2 to Tulu 1 uh, remake was the the fact that you can go prone, um, which is which is fine because it's a different game entirely. Like it would change can, the game mechanics, right, right? For sure, and you would have to have like grass patches and places that were never there before and like stealth new stealth mechanics um and to me if they would have added that in that would have been a full-on like remake because now you can play the game in a completely different way as opposed to this one where it's the exact same but with better graphics which to me makes it a remaster you know so um to charge 70 dollars for a remaster is fucking insane though it's crazy high but what else is coming out for those last of us part one players you know, and then of course they, they didn't add in the multiplayer, which was an afterthought uh, on the first one, just to begin with, anyway. But Neil Druckmann did say that at the oh, what was it, Jeff Keighley Summer Game Fest, that they are working on something, a multiplayer game that's going to be its own standalone thing. So right, yeah, I don't think people should worry about that. I mean, uh, yeah, it sucks you're not getting multiplayer. Are they going to charge seventy dollars for that one too? <laughs> no, it'll be fifty nine ninety nine. But oh, I have a boy. battle pass, cosmetics, oh. Oh, skins, no. stages, layouts, guns, gunskins. <laughs> it's like I just fall out of my yeah. chair. I'm out. Bro. You want to play as Blanca in freaking Last of Us? <laughs> yeah. Well that's then. Dope. Duh. <laughs> you want to do la, la el metal metal dance after you win? What I, what I am excited yeah. for is those Dragon Ball Z skins coming to Fortnite. Apparently, <laughs> day one Goku back. Let's go. I don't Man, I'm, go I'm glad you guys are having fun, but that pisses me off when I see y'all play that shit. I'm like. Play a fucking real game. Uh, Play a game. We're gonna do it anyway. Play a game. No, the thing is, like, and look, and look, I get it. Look, if you want to spend seventy bucks on Tulu remastered, look, I spend money on this ridiculous ass shirt. Yeah, it's it's fine. Okay, I bought that shirt too. So, I mean, don't get me. I'm not here to tell you where to spend your money because honestly, if they would have said, "Hey, uh, Blue Point got a hold of." Bloodborne, we're going to up it to 60 frames per second. We're going to add all the DLC to make it a definitive edition. Right. And we're going to charge it at, you know, 69.99. Right. 
Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm in. You know? That's what they did with Demon's Souls. So they I, didn't even change anything. They yeah. just updated the graphics. But that's... that. But there's a difference between, I would say, from Demon's Souls coming all the way to PlayStation 5 from Last of Us being remade to PlayStation 4 then being remastered again to... Uh, well, Last of Us was five. originally three, just the same way Demon Souls was. Yeah, but there was something in between to hold you over. Did, uh, yeah, and then they did the uh, what was it? They did the remaster immediately as PS4 released, and it was like a ten dollar upgrade. I remember at the time, and then uh, I ended up getting the 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 remaster for like five bucks online or something like that. Yeah, so it didn't really sell or something me. like that. It was yeah. like five bucks. And so, I think it's on the collection too. So probably. whenever I bought it a second time, well, five bucks, eh, it didn't really bother me that For sure. much. But $70, eh. But we're talking about the end of a console generation of PlayStation 3, Tulu, uh, from the beginning of the console generation, or like right mid-console generation for like Demon Souls. But uh, to me, I feel like the Demon Souls upgrade looks way different as compared to the last of us part one I was, yeah i've see, I seen some some gameplay of the original demon souls and i was like man i'm glad that the playstation 5 version was the one i experienced first right uh, you know? so i think that the graphical upgrade like the remake of that is definitely on the higher end than yeah. what uh with the what the fuck are they called naughty dog yeah is doing with the last of us so i feel the 70 dollars price tag is a little steep yeah but, but again it, to me it's full steep because that's the franchise i just don't give a shit about honestly hands Fair down I, mean, I don't care but when it comes to Bloodborne, You'd sign me up. Out, yeah. So, so I, I can't tell. I can't. I can't. I, I can't say anything. You know, yeah, like you shut up, Rick. Like, yeah, because yeah, if they did do it, I'd be like, oh yeah, day one. Like I'm buying that. Easy, yeah. Because people be like, you, those games are stupid. They don't respect your time. They're hard. They're hard. I huh? get it. Yeah, yeah. And you'd have somebody else arguing the exact same thing that you're. Yeah, arguing. yeah, I, I get it. So, so yeah, it's just where you want to spend your money. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, do, are you playing a game that you like? Yeah. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. That's so it. yeah, I'm not here to gatekeep on on what I am. <laughs> I mean, I'll gatekeep on Souls games. <laughs> you fucking suck. Play Sekiro. You know, get good. I'll do that. Uh, Hands down for free. For I'll, free. Rick, you're gatekeeping, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, a bit. What's this game does? So, that's what we do, <laughs> that's bro. What this game does? Makes <laughs> you feel good. <laughs> yeah. Get good, gym. <laughs> yeah, it makes me feel superior. And damn right. So, but anyways, guys, I I I I, I just um, multiverse. Oh, what's yeah. the, what's, there's been multiverses. a lot of buzz. Multiverses? Get the multiverse. name correct. Multiverses? Multiverses. Or I just call it multiverse. <laughs> um, so what's, I, I know you're not big into fighting games and the fighting game genre. I know you played some Smash, so you're mm-hmm. fami- familiar with that. So what is your take on this from, from what you've heard on? Um, I actually haven't seen any gameplay on it at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I showed up to Steven's house last night before uh, where you dropped me off so we can go watch the UFC. And he told me that he's really enjoying it because there is no block mechanic, kind of like with um, with the Super Smash Brothers. Um, and then the characters are different classes as well. So you saw me like uh, Superman is a tank, uh, and then they have like uh, you know Iron Giant who is also a tank, and then they had uh, I think LeBron's a bruiser, I think bruiser, and then Shaggy's a bruiser, nice. Taz is a bruiser, and some other people are mages or. That's right. Uh, I've heard mages. So they, I like how they're implementing. What's Batman? Did he say? Uh, I can't remember what it. What he did unlock Batman, but I can't remember what his actual class was. I was looking at it for a total of five minutes. Um, but the character models look really nice from the from the screen. There's a couple of skins on each character. Uh, Superman's got an obnoxiously like bright gold skin for some strange reason. Why not? I don't know why he's bright why like not? bright gold. Uh, but. But yeah, from what I saw, and it was, it's a two v two, so it isn't just um, 
it isn't just going to be like a, a smash style game even though it is um you're going to have four players on the screen at all time and two of them have to work together so you have to make sure you're choosing the correct uh complementary classes and uh, team comps and stuff like that so i have a feeling that this one is i mean it's already taking off for one that it's free to play it's got battle passes it's got all the stuff that you hate about a game period um, and then they have the little starter edition, which I believe is like $40. It gets you all the the launch characters, which I think was two, four, like six, Like a founder eight, edition, ten, a premium edition, characters. yeah. So they had the, the $40 edition, which un- just unlocked all 14 characters at the beginning, uh, which is how a lot of people were getting into it. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, free to play games with the battle pass and stuff. I mean, it's there, which is which is fine. As long as you can earn the characters by playing the game, I have no problem with it. As long as it doesn't force like the battle pass. But then the battle pass is always uh, for any game. It'll have like a, a FOMO. You know what I mean? Like it always adds to a lot of FOMO for a lot of people. So they're gonna make a bunch of money hand over fist, uh, just in general. But hopefully, uh, from what you know, from what. Um, Steven has been saying that the game is really good. Like the the online um, connection stuff. Connection is really okay. solid. Um, I'll have him to talk about it more next week. For sure. As he as he gets more time, I want to talk about it more next week as well because I, I actually downloaded it last night so I can give it a shot. Uh, but from what I've seen so far, which is not very much, so I can't give my full opinion on it right now. But from what I've seen, I think they're gonna make a shit ton of money, and as long as the game stays consistent and well done then I think they, they'll be up there and you'll see this game in fighting game tournaments next year. I'm pretty positive. It'll be at EVO, like, no problem. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because EVO's around the corner right now. Especially, it's got that mechanic where it's it's team it's team battle, so 2v2. So um, that's a different, pretty much, like, it's not just 1v1. It's a different know? aspect, for sure. So it'll yeah. be pretty cool to see that. It'll definitely be more on the eSports side uh, and more entertaining for the eSports side as well. I believe because there's more people on stage, more people doing crazy shit on the screen. As long as, as, long as they can keep that consistent uh, gaming experience, and not just you know try to like shell out a bunch of skins so people will buy them and that type of thing. As long as it's you know not pay to win, just pay to MTX basically. Mm-hmm. But how do you feel about it so far what, that you've seen? Uh, I've played zero about it. I've seen. I've been very limited on what I've seen, um, and that's just because. If I'm going to play a style of game like that, a brawl style party fighting game like that, I'll play Smash on the True. Nintendo Switch. So when I see that, it's cool. But what I do, am curious about is, and right now people and people love to do this where they'll take a screenshot of how many concurrent player is. And right now it's like smashing records on like mm-hmm. how many, it's like most total, like the most concurrent player based compared to all fighting games compared to ever, which is a lot, right? you know? But the thing is, and the people like to take screenshots of that and show it off, like, oh, look how good this game's doing. That's good. Right. That's great. A lot of eyeballs on it. But uh, how long is it going to hold up? Because a lot of fighting games, usually, well, they'll, they'll be popular for, you know, first week, two weeks, three weeks, a month, and then right. after that, it kind of, the, the, the curve falls off, and then you have your hardcore, dedicated player base on there right. at all times. So I'm curious how this game's gonna hold up. Whether it's strong because of the IP of what Warner Brother has, which is a lot, right. you know, between LeBron and the the, the, the DC characters, between mm-hmm. other animated characters, they have a lot to choose from, and Correct. they can bring in even uh, freaking Game of Thrones characters, Arya Stark's in there. So right. they have a lot to pick from and choose. Right. 
So I don't know if it's going to be very popular because of the IPs they have or is it because of the model of free to play, which is another good thing to talk about because awesome. there's uh, fighting bra uh, brawler fighting game styles like Brawlhalla is out. That's free to play. Right. And that has different IPs, maybe not as major as the WB ones, but there's other characters from different games that are in there like uh, uh, Guacamelee from Dead Cells, from sorry, yeah, from from you know the, from other like indie games that make crossovers into that game. Right. And that game's have been pretty popular also as well because you know it follows the same formula of free to play and everything it's also cross play on all platforms and cross play and is very mobile. important uh, yeah exactly so uh, you could play on just about any uh, any console or station you want to Correct. play on so I think when it comes to that game the multiverses I'm going to have to wait a month or two to see where it settles if it's still great and awesome mm -hmm. I have more, more power to it right. great it brings people in but I wouldn't be surprised if there will be initial dip and then finally it settles to you have the dedicated player base. Because that happens a lot with fighting games where it, something comes out, everybody's hype, they play it, and then they realize, okay, maybe this isn't for me. And then it just occurs down, then right. dedicated player base. And that's fine. It, it happens. Mm -hmm. So I'm just curious how that's going to work out. And also... It's also still only in beta. It's not actually fully correct, released. Too. Correct. It's still only in beta. And I also wanted to talk about the model of free-to-play, whether more fighting games is that, if that's the future of fighting games whether they should all start releasing that way or or not because mm -hmm. I don't know how that feels I, I know well, my, the initial thought is if it brings more people to get past that, that entry level to just want to play the game great so but you also have Project L that's supposedly free to play right and I'm pretty sure they're going to have a different model entirely uh, of a free to play model uh, kind of similar to like how League of Legends is run, uh, where you'll have like a rotating character base, and and then you'll be able to uh, unlock more characters as you earn currency by completing matches and things like that. Um, I'm not entirely sure how multiverses works uh, on that aspect or what the battle pass actually entails. If it's you know if you buy the battle pass for the the first season that comes out, then you get the character right off the bat. Or get gold, get V bucks or something, uh, something like that. Or you have to buy it, you know, with money at, you know, whenever it rolls through the store, that type of thing. Uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see how they're going to work their, their model, um, and, and to see what, what they're actually going to do with it. Because once again, it is an open beta, and um, things change in betas all the time. So they could just completely scrap the free to play model uh, between now and then. They could just choose to charge for it or. Or whatever, as long and I, I think that as long as they're making a, a solid uh, fighter that people want to play, then the IPs are definitely going to pull people in for sure. Yeah. Uh, whether you paid money for it or you don't pay anything at all, so uh, it's going to be popular. It's already very popular, uh, but you're just comparing what, what they were saying is the most played fighting game concurrently compared to all other fighting games combined. Period. Uh, but not all of the other fighting games are free to play. Correct. Not all of them have that IP pool uh, or style of, 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 of game mechanics. Right. And the only one that's actually comparable to it is Brawlhalla, but Brawlhalla's been out for a long a time. Uh, but uh, but yeah, the, the, I think the, the the player base for Street Fighter, let's just say you Street Fighter Five for an example, on PC is probably lower than the player base for Street Fighter on uh, what's it called. On, a, on PlayStation, right? Uh, and they're not comparing it to Super Smash Brothers, which is consistently on the top of the MPDs, no matter what. Uh, and that one you got to pay for and buy all the characters and all that, you know, all the other stuff. So um, they're just comparing it to Steam. 
and okay, like the numbers could be skewed. Yeah, yeah, that, you could, they could be misleading. Yeah, not all. It's not all fighting games combined. Period. It's just the fighting games on Steam. Yeah, uh, and then if you if you go to Steam and and, and use the, the the fighting game genre tab. They put a lot of things that aren't really fighting games as under the fighting game category. Also true. Like, oh, yeah, that's okay. We'll call also that true. Fun. And in my fucking Steam, I assume we're going to talk about that real quick. Because I've, there's some weird, raunchy shit on Steam these days. And Mecoparo ca- Cafe? Bro, I don't know what they're called. It was like furry, some bullshit. Oh, yeah. And it was like way out of left field. I was like, yo, they're showing this is like on the front page. Like, this is... Choice. That's uh, there's kids that are on this platform, man. Like, yeah. what the hell? You need some parental controls here. Yeah. But uh, but I think it'll do well. Uh, how well it does will depend on the de- on the developers and the types of predatory microtransactions or unpredatory microtransactions that they do. Um, once again, FOMO is a hell of a drug. It is. And uh, it plays very well on games like Fortnite or games like uh, PUBG or uh, you know Halo, the ones that actually have. Um, battle passes so we'll I mean we'll see what it all entails yeah I, I don't I don't I, I would like to see more fighting games become free to play to help people get into it but I don't see them I don't see all of them and, and if, if I was gonna make a prediction I would say that your legacy fighting games like your Street Fighters your Tekkens your Guilty Gears your Mortal Kombat they're probably gonna still stay at the you know retail entry price of fifty nine ninety nine, right with character uh, character battle passes for a season I wouldn't be surprised if those stay the same but if you start seeing other companies, like more indie companies, smaller companies, starting as free-to-play and then work your way up to adopt this model, right. that wouldn't surprise me. And I think this is also going to be a good, this is going to be a good point of reference for Riot when they see multiverse. I know they they probably have all the studies and information from their other games, from their you know League of Legends and whatever they have. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they already have information on that. But I guess seeing it in in the wild of a game, of, of a fighting game. See those numbers? I'm sure they're looking at that real closely and, oh, and, sure. and, and studying and getting ready for this because I, I, the Project L is going to be a different sort of animal. It's not going to be a brawler style type fighting game. It's going to be like you know two v two. It's going to be it's going to be a tag game. So it's not like two at the same time. You know, so you have to tag out between two characters, kind of like a Marvel vs. Capcom style. Right. So, but the logistics of it of just watching the free to play how it pays off, I wouldn't be surprised if Project L's keeping a close eye on how uh, on how the free-to-play model works and 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 see if maybe into maybe you know integrate some of that into their game plan right for so. sure i mean like 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 league of legends was one of those independent developers that started off really small you know and then they kind of worked their way up by word of mouth and and what, ripping off what, dota yeah but dota 2 wasn't coming out kind of borrowing yeah, they weren't coming out yeah. anytime soon dota 2 didn't come out until fucking way later and even then, it still has not become the powerhouse that League of Legends. For sure, is. it's a cultural phenomenon. You see TV shows, movies, different genre of games. I mean, I'll get, I'll give good. it, I'll give it to Riot. They did a great thing when they came. They started with LOL. Then they made these characters and they branched out and they're making these other off spin-off games. You know, like right. Valorant, and then watching the show like Arcane, and then mm-hmm. just other games. Like they're doing a really good job of grabbing these characters and franchising and spinning off. Like right. that's great marketing on their part for 100%. sure and i don't even like playing league of legends but yeah. i watched the shit out of that arcane it was show. a good show it was a good show it was fun pulled me in yeah uh yeah so uh i want to see what they do with it uh, i'm i know riot is definitely taking notes i mean why wouldn't they you know that's I their would. competition also i would do competition. Yeah. uh is the lol riot games ip strong enough to compete with warner brothers uh on its own probably not i would say warner brothers is definitely on the higher end uh but can Riot make a better game 
right? Because that's what it's going to boil down to, uh, is if they can just make a better fighting game, period. But once again, they're two different styles. Two different one styles. Is, one's a use yeah. of tag, the other one's a brawler type. So uh, we'll see what they do with it. Yeah. I mean, and it could be a, a thing where people settle on both. Like, I want to play this game and this game. Why not? Like, you can play more than one. And I'm hoping, and, both yeah. and I'm hoping with Evo next week that we'll get some information on... Project L and Street Fighter and Guilty Gear. That's next so week. We'll, already, so we'll, yeah, wow. Evo's next week, so it's coming up. So we'll see. We'll see. You just gotta hang tight and, and, and see what's up. But like I, sure. again, I have no ill will towards multiverses. I think that's great if people want to play it. Cool. But uh, I'm also real. I know that a lot of fighting games start off really popular and then they kind of just and then they find their nice little steady right. dedicated player base right and then that's with any game in general period they always start off real high and then people beat the game or people do whatever and then they kind of drop down i mean look at uh you can look at uh, elden ring for that same thing you can look at new world for i mean new world was so popular the first couple weeks and then it kind of like fell off the face of the earth you know what i'm saying that, that could happen here in this same instance so uh, and uh, that's another thing that you want to bro that you brought up a good point you want to think about was how is wb going to support this game are they going to go the route of of not like Nintendo and actually support a pro tour a season That's a good point. because Nintendo's notoriously famous for not wanting support any Correct. I mean recently Panda uh, gaming has like teamed up with Nintendo to have their license season but right. it's a- after the fact of years mm-hmm. and years of you know fan made events being shut down by Nintendo right. they're finally doing something but if WB just right out the gate says all right starting in spring of next year we're going to start a pro tour you right. know we're going to be included um, in Evo. And then we're going to have pop bonuses or right. have... Uh, How is that going to work would, with those licensed that, characters? That would definitely help WB keep the game on the top. Because I mean, when fighting games finally come out and the dust settles, they you know they rank on how popular they are. Right. Well, uh, of how much support they get. So, because usually your Capcoms, because they get support to Street Fighter, your Bandai Namco, they support the world tours of Tekken and Arc System that support the world tours for Guilty Gears. Those tend to be top because people are constantly seeing it. They're right. seeing, you know, once a month, twice a month, just events going on. So if WB can continue that, we'll start that with multiverses. That will definitely keep it up there. Especially keep eyes on. the brawler style because there's not a whole For lot sure. of Brawlhalla is the only For sure. real one that I think. But you never see Brawlhalla online tournaments, do you? No, not really. No. Exactly. So it's always you like a lot of people play Brawlhalla. Cool. But do you, do you ever see like, all right, you know? Tournaments held top eight pot bonuses. Right. You don't really see that. Yeah. So, I get it. <sighs> what am I talking about? What you got, Baba? Uh, I want to talk about... So, going back to the hitbox controller. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to try a leverless controller was because I saw the hitbox has another controller called the Crocs-Up, where it has the arcade stick on one side for your directions. Okay. Your attack buttons on the other side. But above and below your attack buttons, you have your movements. Left, down, right, and up okay. on this side. So you have access to your attack and your movement bus- buttons all on one hand and movement, movement on, on your other So you have movement ex- access to on both hands. And I saw p- they're doing some demonstrations where you can hold down. You're holding down for a charge attack with, uh, with my. And then the other one, you just while you're still holding down, hit up and slash. And you could do her dolphin attack. I forgot what it's called. Uh, to get ski or something. I don't know. Take like the uppercut one. Okay. So, so you're still holding down. So you, while you're holding down, instead of traditionally having to do down and then up and then hit your button, your attack mm. button to make sure you execute it right. Now you're just holding down, up and uh, slash. Two, so two it's, finger presses. So you're, you're basically just you're, you're you're safe that you're always getting a charge. Right. 
so after a while it becomes like and I'm not here to say start putting bans on controllers or uh, limit you know what controllers can be used or how to use them or how to hold them but I'm just saying eventually TOs and, and fighting game communities are going to have to have this conversation of when are certain controllers allowed and not allowed in a certain scene because who's to say next we're going to add alright we're going to start adding pedals to controllers right. next we're going to start uh, adding you know back pe- uh, more back pedals to the controllers or we're going to start adding mouthpieces or something like because after a while it's like who's playing the game you or the controller right you know what I'm talking about because okay. you have to be one with the controller to, to make it function and of course you have to be proficient with the tool right but at the same time it's like how many shortcuts can you take before it's like alright just one hit attacks right you know what I'm talking about? I get what you're saying. So I don't know how you feel about stuff like that. Uh, I think that um, they should put limits on uh, what kind of accessories you use because if it's more uniform across the board, then you really know who the true winner is. Um, that's what they do in, in you know esports where you know they they have all these PCs that are exact same spec that are have the exact same true. Uh, keyboards and mice, or they might change up the mouse or whatever. But you know, what about monitors? Uh, Monitors are all the same. They're always usually sponsored by BenQ or Asus or something like that. Which have a preset, you know, uh, 240 megahertz or whatever right. the, the, the suite number is. So I think that if tournament tournament organizers, are, I mean, if you're at home, play how you want to play. Who cares, right? I don't care. Play however you want to play. If you want to play with a hitbox or leverless or whatever, uh, whatever it is that you want to play on, play on that. And if, if that's what makes you comfortable, that's cool. But once you want to step into the tournament scene, you got to go to basics. You got to go right back down to just. See, but the thing your, is, your like, eight buttons it, and your lever. Okay. Or if you want to do a hitbox, you can do your hitbox, but it's got to have the button directions on one side and then the attacks on the other. Um, I'm pretty sure they could figure it out. I'm not a tournament organizer. Uh, yeah, so. I know it's, a, it's a tricky thing because I, I, I don't have experience running that, but it'll be like, if you start doing bands or whatever, limits on how controllers use, like, what about some disabled characters? Because there's a, there's a player, Broly Legs. Who, which is hilarious. Name. Which, yeah. <laughs> he, 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 doesn't, he doesn't have full function of his body, so he has to use his mouth for the direction and then the buns and the guy's playing the game he's just doing he holds his own but who's to say you know you can't tell him you can't play a certain controller that way you right. hold a controller a certain way you know for disabilities I think there would be special exceptions but as for like everybody else yeah yeah you're on the same you're on the same you're on you're, everybody's playing on the PlayStation 5 because that's the uniform you know you, there's no frame advantage or anything like that and that's the way you gotta learn how to play the game so mm-hmm. Um, same thing could be said with, with uh, I mean, you can use, a, I mean, whatever. You know, whatever they're going to have there, that's what you use. As long as they work correctly and everything's 100%. Like, because the last thing you want to do is, is is go to a tournament, sit down, and then the, the box is faulty. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, oh, this button doesn't work right. And then, oh, that's your OS, and that's what you're going to hear a lot of Well, shit there sometimes happens, yeah, where they have button malfunctions, and you either have another backup stick to or another backup controller to use or something. Right. So, yeah. I mean, my, my, my biggest concern is... Because at one point, Daigo had this certain controller called a Gaffro box where it, had, it was similar to the cross up where you could hold, like, he plays a lot of guile. So you could hold the back charge, mm-hmm. and then with the other button, he just holds forward and sonic boom. So he's always holding back. So forward, sonic boom, forward, sonic Like, just right. instead of having to hold the charge, it, the charge is always there. So it's forward attack, forward attack, sonic boom, sonic boom, sonic boom, sonic boom. Right. And they, 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 ban, they ban that because you're always, you can't, because the controller is supposed to meant charge. And release, right? And then you have to hold the charge again. But when you're constantly abusing that, holding the charge, right? You're, you're circumventing the 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 way the the is supposed is, to be played. Is that the controller or is that the devs not taking into a fa- not taking into account that the animation does still need to go through, right? So like if you're playing, 
um, like I mean anything like you can't just cut off animations to start already inputting inputting something different right so like say for instance I'm just gonna use this as a it's not a fighting game but like in Halo 1 you could double tap reload swap weapons and it would swap your weapon and all the while your character is doing the reload if you're like playing co-op your character is doing a reload animation mm. for that other weapon so whenever you swap back the, you know what I'm saying and they yeah. would abuse that shit in tournaments all the time because it's part of the game was it right? a bad move uh, no. no they did not ban yeah. it ever uh, that I remember anyway but like like that wasn't that wasn't intentional by the developers right so like in, in, in a frame perfect game of Street Fighter or Guilty Gear or whatever like that why is it that you can hold that animation and it doesn't count as actually holding that animation does that make sense so like if you're holding back the entire time and you do the forward sonic boom is it counting the back being held the entire time this is what I'm asking legitimately because I don't know so is it counting as you holding back the entire time while the animation is happening or is it counting as the animation happens you're already holding back so then as soon as he throws out the sonic boom and it exits his arms is it already counting the back from that point or is it counting it the entire time? yeah after after the sonic boom so the sonic boom has to execute and then be off screen most characters that shoot fireballs they can only have one projectile on the screen, on screen. at any time right but it just it just you know there's some situations where you can hold down back and forward you shoot your your, your, your sonic boom right or you're holding down back and then up you go do your flash kick right and, and like I said, i'm not here to just say what you can and can't play but there are some gray spots here and there and i think people are going to eventually have to have this this messy discussion of sure. what is allowed and not allowed for sure and i just wanted to bring that up because i think it needs to get started just just at least talked about just no, for w- sure because uh, after a while it's like who's playing the game <laughs> but like, that's what i was getting at is like is like is it a is it a fault in the developer code is it is it it I mean, what, I, what I, I think would fix it look I, i've seen some i've seen some sorry to cut you off but i've seen some like street fighter 4 on mobile where they have one button attacks and you're just doing something boom just hit a button something boom something boom so you're not even charging of course that's on mobile right you know it's on switch or whatever so i just i mean it just becomes interesting and, and it's something i need to talk about because it's eventually going to come up because i've right. heard some people when they play on ps they have this claw hold the claw where grip. yeah where they have this other finger holding the the joystick mm-hmm. and they have the thumb ready so they always kind of have like a charge and I've heard some tournaments say, oh, yeah, you can't hold a controller in claw. You have to hold it regular. Oh, I'm holding my... I'm still in my hands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, I just... It just yeah, uh, Jackal plays uh, Dark Souls, Demon Souls that way, but claw on the right grip. Really? So he can sprint and do his attacks and still... I aim. do that sometimes. Sometimes I, when I'm playing the game, I have to put it like on my, my the controller on my lap. <laughs> so I can shift because sometimes you have to do that. Yeah. Like, fuck, shift, shift, shift. Okay, yeah. No, I, uh, I play with the back buttons. So sprint is on my middle finger okay, yeah. and I'm still playing regular uh and my role is always on my on my middle finger there so uh yeah i mean i, I see the advantage to both but like w- once again like it's gonna be a messy talk i, f- I feel like i feel like if, and it if, should be if you can hold back and just forward attack forward attack forward attack and you're throwing out fucking sonic booms the, uh, the entire time why is it that that back is registering as just even if it's a held button i feel like you should have to let off the button rehold yeah and, and, and to, re, to restart the input because if it's just holding that action that's also a, a fault on the developer's code 
at the same time because you shouldn't be able to move forward, throw out an attack, and still be holding back at the same time. Yeah, I, and I think it's, a, it's an option on the controller itself. We got the toggle that switch off and on. I think I have to look at it more too, but yeah, right. we just got to see. But who's to say, oops, the switch was on. Oops. Oh, the switch is on. Oops. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but I, I, know it's a, it's, it, I think it's a, just a good thing to talk about. For sure. What's going to happen? Um, I'm going to say something that people are not going to like. Okay. I think Stray is just a meh game. Okay. I saw the Donkey review. All right. And uh, you know Donkey, right? Yeah, of course. And, and he's talked about it. And he's like, yeah, the game, you just hit a button and yeah. the cat jumps and you just he walks. You go on, you're walking down the beam. You're not going to fall off. No. Just walk. I'm like. Yeah. And it comes back to the, and you know me. And yeah. when's a game a game? And when it just becomes a interactive storybook. Right. And it's like, an like honestly, if you weren't a cat, would the game sell? If you were just a, a small person I mean, or something, <laughs> or you're like a mini robot, well, you they know what I'm talking about. Yeah. If you're like a mini bot, if they call it mini bot adventures, right? Yeah. I, I see where you're coming like, from. Like, like, let's. let's I mean, you're, you're a cat. Yeah. And people, people like, like cats, cats dude. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I saw that and I was like, yeah. I mean, it's straight not for me. I'm not gonna apply it. It's all right. But I just, I was, I was just thinking what it's your opinion for you. What, yeah. It's not. It's, <laughs> it's not. not meant for you. What's your opinion on it? Uh, so I know far you said it's you been okay. It. I played like two hours of it. It's been, it's been pretty, pretty nice. I like the environments of it. Um, the puzzle solving is pretty nice. Um, there's not meant to be like a whole like, oh, you're in danger or whatever. It's supposed to make you go feel an emotional experience, which it does in the first like 30, 45 minutes or so. Um, and uh, the puzzle, the puzzle mechanic on it is pretty cool. You have to figure out a way to do certain things. But why does the cat do the things that he's doing anyway? Um, in the dystopian future or whatever it is, I don't know yet because I haven't completed the game. But like, uh, yeah, no, it's it's not meant for everybody for sure. I can agree with that. Uh, and there's definitely no. It's not a difficult game. It's not. It's it's, it's not going to be Dark Souls fucking cat edition. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's an Annapurna game, and I'm not saying to be derogatory. It's just you know, if you like the outer the outer outer wilds, right? If you liked Journey, right? You know, like those kind of games, then it'll be a perfect part for you. Sure. I just I just like I, I see it's very popular. Like on Steam, it was like the most wish listed game. I'm just like. Yeah, and it only had a thirty must have been a really forty dollar price tag or something. There's nothing else out though. Let's be real. I was like, must have been a really slow month. It is. It's slow summer. So if you guys are enjoying Strike, right? But slow twenty twenty two in general. Let, just let me know why. Is it because it's the cat? I think it's the cat. It has the, cat the cat has the cat has its own personality. It's charm, uh, right? For yeah, it's got its own charm. Um, yeah, it's nothing. Too, it's nothing groundbreaking about the game whatsoever. Like you're not gonna find. A whole new fucking game that you love just because of this thing. A hidden dungeon. A hidden dungeon that you're going to find it years later. It's just a good, good, chill game. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. Uh, I think that's all. That's all. I just 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 wanted to bring it up. I know it's like the unpopular opinion. Nah, it's all good. (laughs) It's all good, dude. Yeah. Uh, So... NFTs. I know you and Kevin talked oh, about yeah, it. They've gone. Oh my god, I shit on him so hard yesterday. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that. Please put a pin in that. I want to talk All about right. that. I do. That's a good one. I shit on him. So hard. NFTs, the, the, the burst, you know, and you guys heard me talk about it. I've always, I like the technology that you could use, especially when it comes to like receipts, contracts that you could use later. Right. But the cash cow, yeah, that's complete bullshit. It's right. out. You know, we've seen companies like Square Enix wanting to invest. A lot on NFTs, and that just Konami. hasn't planned out. Konami, we see, we've seen it all. It was a cash cow. It didn't pan out. Uh, crypto has been taking a hit lately, mm-hmm. and the silver lining on. And I, I'll be straight up, guys. I invested a little bit on crypto. I have some money in there, of course. not much, but something in there. Um, but with that taking a hit, GPUs are trying to get freed up, right? 
where if you want to get into the market of building a PC right now will be the best time. It will be a good time to get into it. It's a good time. So start looking into it, doing your research. Um, but I just feel like with this, with that, start doing your research, guys. Because don't get me wrong, I enjoyed console gaming, but after playing PC, mm-hmm. Master Race, there's a reason why they say that. <laughs> Master Race. And then now me getting more into and building a PC I haven't done it all the way yet. I've tinkered with it, but I don't feel it's as intimidating as it sounds. No, it's not. There's so many source materials and resources that you can look at and talk to, and people you could talk to, right. like you, you know, or, or find information online that you can piece something under a budget, and it'll, it'll pay off, and right. it'll be a, a good worthwhile investment if you are if you have gaming as a hobby like you and me do. Right. So, what are your thoughts with everything starting to become? Accessible. Um, it's been accessible for quite a time, uh, less so in the last year because of Bitcoin and, and, and cryptocurrencies and things like that. Uh, these guys were using bots to buy all the graphics cards up, 100%. which then shot the price up mm-hmm. because of availability. This was like inflation before well, everything else got inflated. Yeah. Uh, me and you were lucky enough to grab GPUs at MSRP, which was very nice, um, which was a rare deal. Um, and that's perfectly fine. Um, and you have a new series uh, coming out, I believe, at the end of this year, maybe quarter four. The 40 uh, series? The, four, the 40 series. From the NVIDIA? 40XX, whatever they're going to call it. Um, and those are supposed to be super power hungry, but at the same time, like, way faster than what we currently have, which is every life cycle of every GPU ever made. Um, so as far as, like, getting into PC, like, yeah, if you have a friend that's into PC gaming, ask them. Ask them, hey, like, hey... Uh, how do you get into this? How did you build your first PC? You know, what's what are the parts that I need to be on the lookout for? Like, here's my budget. And that's always the main thing is, like, make a budget and then get ready to throw that shit away because it never fucking pans out, <laughs> ever. Um, it sometimes does, though. If you know exactly what kind of performance uh, target you're looking for or looking to hit, then that's what you should spend your money on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and it's just a, it's a good hobby to have in general. But yeah. But, uh, and it, it is good to teach yourself a new skill, especially if you don't know how to do it. If you just want to, you know, buy something, plug it up, and play, there's consoles, there's pre-builds, um, there's things like that. But if you want to bring your own personality into it, kind of like you were talking about with, like, the fighting sticks or the skin on the character that you're playing, uh, you bring your own personality into it, um, then you definitely want to look to uh, piecing together um, your own your own PC, your own gaming rig. Um and if you just, you know, there's laptops, there's pre-built, there's consoles. But, hey, you want to take that extra dip in there? You want to have all the RGBs in the world? You want to have the power of the sun oh. inside of the fucking case that just... <laughs> it's like a giant uh, illuminated fish tank for all your stuff. I mean, you can do those things. But, yeah, man, PC gaming is fun. But I also enjoy console gaming at the same in the same breath. You know, some console gaming is is uh is good and right now where consoles and pc are at together is is not been a better time uh if you're just a gamer in general uh there's there's you know you can play games at 60 fps at 4k on a console that's fucking crazy to me right now now that's that's crazy sony finally caught up with that right finally did an update no they did a 1440p update okay 1440 so if you're playing at 1440 with the vrr and you can do vrr which is really nice variable Um, refresh rate yes so that's that's I'm glad that they're still updating and doing all those things. But yeah, man, it's, it's a perfect time to buy a, a, a PC. 
to start building it or start planning it out because the new graphics cards are going to be coming out and those are going to be going on sale uh i'm assuming september uh october ish and then they're going to all be sold out for like four months and then next year you're going to be ready for your your gpu and all that good stuff don't get me wrong bro it's gonna be hard to find 40 40 series like first for the first last for like the last four months of the year yeah like all the way up to like january february like yeah. that's how long it's if, gonna if, take. yeah if you're gonna be if oh, you're wanting you want to be on the cutting if you, edge if, yeah if you want the latest and greatest with the 40 series it's gonna be a while till you finally accessible because they're, they're they're new but it doesn't mean to say if you could find something in the 20 series or the 30 series right you know that, that 3070 i hear is really great it's really good so man. i mean don't don't feel like you have to get the latest and greatest you you can find something right. within your budget you know if, you, if you're just happy to be at a spot where you're playing 60 frames per second at you know 1080p right. or 14 4, uh, 14 or 4k and keeping that something basic because hmm? that's where gaming is kind of rearing to where, where 4k starting to become slowly starting to become the, the norm 1440 starting to become the norm mm-hmm. uh, those kind of monitors so yeah don't feel like you have to get the latest and greatest i feel there's a lot of stuff now that you could do that without right. having to spend the best Right, and for the it, most you can definitely you can definitely get a, a good quality like console style gaming PC um, for around the same price now, which is really nice because you know last year not so much the case. No. It was difficult, yeah, uh, and you were scrounging together stuff. So uh, yeah, now is a good time. Now, would I say it's the best time? Not the best time, but it's good. It's a good time. There's definitely a lot better than it was last year. Cause it's me, way me, like, uh, uh, like our friend Ian, who unfortunately, you know, his graphics card is kind of crapping out. Or not crapping out, but unable He's to play some my, of the better ones. He's got my old 1080. Yeah, yeah, I figured. So I know, like, somehow when your graphics cards can't keep up with the game, and then with the, the games that are coming out, and then being where you are, where the market just won't let you able to find one without skyrocket across the MSRP. Right. That, that sucks. That was on both. That that was a weird instance where it was on both sides, though. That was on consoles and PCs at yeah. the same time. Because you can't find. I mean, you couldn't find new consoles. Uh, PlayStation at, Five, you still can't see them on on uh, on shelves. Uh, on shelves, no. But I can actually order one on Best Buy now. Good. Uh, which I'm not gonna, because I already own one. But yeah. like, you can. I saw Xbox Series X on there. I've seen uh, PlayStation Fives on there. So now is a, a time where more and more people can get into the new generation which is a good time that means i feel like we're going to get more video games starting um, next year uh, like i was telling kevin I, I just don't think that this covid excuse is going to last that's done baby uh, well, look, look around you look around you <laughs> look around you still see people in masks sometimes they're probably wearing their car too <laughs> are they are they n95s are they n95s because if not they're not what are you doing so um but yeah, I think we're going to see more and more video games coming out, uh, and, and that goes along with all my notes for, for basically this week because it was a lot of delays, dude. Delays on delays on delays. Um, some for polishing, some for other things, and if you want me to get into that, yeah, I awesome. can. Uh, so Lord of the Ring uh, Golem, yeah. which I wasn't too stoked about at all, uh, but I feel like... I feel like it's in the news because the game, whenever I saw it, dude, I said it in the podcast. I was like, this okay, game does talk about not it. look good. It doesn't look like a next generation or a current generation game. It looks, it looks like, like it, looks, it looks like you're waiting for the graphics to pop in. Yeah, that's so what it looked like. like. It was all like any minute now. <laughs> uh, it was all like shiny and smooth, and nothing looked good. And then like all of a sudden, I, I see this tweet over the past week, and they're like, "Oh, it's delayed for polishing." It's like, good. You're gonna you're you gonna need, need it. it. You're gonna need it because oh, yeah. like when you compare it to games like uh, um, uh, what was it, uh, Forspoken or uh, the Harry Potter game? Or I forget what that one's called. The uh, Hogwarts. 
or any of these other. No, Elden Ring that just came out. Or Elden Horizon, Ring. Horizon, Forbidden Zero that just came out. Oh, oh yeah, Forbidden West, or you have uh, God, God of War, War Ragnarok coming, coming around the corner, and you see a game like Lord of the Rings, like with that IP behind it, which I'm pretty sure Gollum will be on multiverses on launch. Whenever Gollum comes out, it will be a multiverses character. Let's just go ahead and call that now. Uh, yeah, it needed some polishing. It it probably needs to go back in the oven for more than a few more months and also make it the best possible game because just just because of the IP it's going to sell 100% period that's it is what it is it's like if you could if you, you could put out a shit tier marvel movie and as long as you attach the marvel movie name to it it's going to be watched like crazy black widow black widow <laughs> case in point uh, so yeah that one, the marvel fans are all mad <laughs> yeah, fuck i actually you enjoyed it i had a good time but I, didn't, I watched it on Disney Plus for free, so I wasn't mad at it. But uh, to pay money for a game about Golem that nobody was asking for, nobody was saying, I wonder what happened for you know Golem whenever he found the ring up until Hobbit happened. Nobody's asking for that. Nobody. Nobody. They are asking Speak, for the me show. Give me a novel. Give me a novel. They are asking for the show, but that takes place thousands of years in the, in the past and stuff. So, yeah, being delayed for polishing... Yeah, it needs it, bro. I was calling that shit as soon as I saw. It, I was like, "Ooh, that game looks not good." And you know, when it comes to when it comes to the graphics, it's always skin deep. You know, at the end of the day, it's how well does this game play? But you gotta have that polish, that shine, to get the people to want to play it. You know, you right. look at the first impressions, right? If if people are, if they see it and they're like, "Ooh, it's like shit." It wasn't just the graphics; it's it was about, the movement of him climbing exactly. walls. Well, well that's and part like of the aesthetics. Getting, yeah, yeah part like, of the aesthetics. Oh, the look, but uh, you want that to be more fluid. You, if you, if you kind of clunky and just weird, uh, uh, you know. It looked but, like PS2. But movement. yeah, the, the, the polish was was lacking yeah, for, sure. for sure. But that's how you bring people in. If you don't have, if people see it and they're like, "Ugh." Yeah, that was your first. You gave out a first impression to me, and it did not look. Yeah, good. they landed on their bad foot uh, and rolled their ankle and, and broke the knee. Yeah, so. and it could always go the opposite way too. I mean, I hate to bring up Cyberpunk again, but the Cyberpunk looked great. A hundred percent. It yeah. gave a good first impression, oh, and then yeah. it released, and you're like, Ugh, not good. And this is. It was like the cake was done on the outside, but you stuck the toothpick, and it was still liquid. Still raw. <laughs> it was still raw. <laughs> that, and that shit. Yeah, That's what chicken, it was like. Yeah, the chicken still looked. This that one, in. this one doesn't even look like it baked at all. I was like, oh boy, this just yeah. looks bad off the off the off the cuff. Yeah. So yeah, delayed for polishing for, by a few months, and yeah, that puts it into I believe at the end, maybe December, January. I don't remember the actual release date. I didn't write that one down. If it did release, because I didn't see it. Uh, but yeah, so that one got pushed back a few months there. Uh, which which makes me believe like like 2023 not just because of that game in general but a lot of things did get pushed back to 2023 like Forspoken and all these other things so I think that that now that we're starting to come out of whatever it is that we're we've got going on whether you want to call it COVID or supply chain issues or which would uh, supply chain still recession yeah whatever inflation. you want to call it uh, I think 2023 is going to be a pretty big year for gaming. It's fallen like 10% this year just because nothing's really come it has, out. It has. And I was, I was looking at the NPD reports and they were talking about it, how in 2020, it was through the roof. 2021 was still up there. And now it's gone down. And understandably so. I mean, people are, are, are out more. They don't have as much time to be indoors and play games. Uh, of right. course, with the recession and inflation, it's just difficult. Uh, the supply chain, getting you know these consoles and the, the GPUs has been more difficult. So right. I'm not surprised that gaming, the spending has gone down right. for sure. But yeah, I remember at the height of the pandemic, we, we had, uh, what's the one with uh, Adventure yeah. Island? No, uh, Horizon, uh, Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing. New Horizons, so had, and then yeah. Final Fantasy, Final those Fantasy. coming out in March and in February, and March and April. Yeah, we had a whole bunch of games coming out. So, I mean, I, 
spending. Cyberpunk was that year. But the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. It was all that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was all that. But, you know, yeah, yeah. Spending was up and it's, uh, well, spending was up in that year. And it's right. funny. Eventually, something, it can't go up all forever. Right. Yeah. Nothing, I mean, I don't understand why these businesses get that in their head where you need exponential Money. growth every year, yeah. over year. It doesn't make any sense. Nothing can grow forever. Nothing gold can last. So, uh, yeah, I mean. You figured they'd be like, hey, we made a billion bucks. Yeah, cool. Cool. Nice. Right. All right. Now let's take care of our people. Cool. Right. No, no. It's it's let's make more. Let's make more. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what the, that's what you see different like the, the, some certain developers doing it differently. Kind of like I mean, No Man's Sky is one of those where they they put out a game fucking seven years ago, something like that, and they're still continuing to support. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. And 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 push their game to its limits and change everything about it. They released it on VR, all the consoles, next gen upgrades. And then just DLC out of DLC out of DLC, and it's all fucking free, which it blows my mind that they're actually doing that. Now it's not a game for everybody, obviously, uh, but but uh, the fact that they continue to support their game the way that they are, I wish that more game companies would continue to do that. Um, that's why I'm so curious to see what they do with Starfield uh, if they're gonna, you know, just initially launch and then re-release it on ten consoles down the road like they did with Skyrim and not really change anything, or if they're gonna continue to update and support and push that game to its limits where it needs to be, right? And that one was also put back in the oven for a little while uh, for polishing, uh, because it was gonna come out two days before fucking Ragnarok, and I think that would've murdered that game. Yeah, that's, like, that's bad marketing. Yeah, no, it's like, bad. I'm not, yeah, I, I, and I wouldn't, I, and I, if I was Todd Howard and that crew, I would have confidence in Starfield being a great seller, but you don't wanna cannibalize sales with another title. I mean, that's I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure, it, it, it could, it's gonna rival Ragnarok, but do you want to put it in a situation where they're that close? Maybe right. separate it that way, you know, people can still play and enjoy it. Because other people are gonna play other games. They want so, the rewards and the accolades yeah, too. Yeah, separate it so that way people can, you know, digest the game properly Correct. without having to rush it and go. Because Horizon Forbidden West, that those guys like- Wrong gonna, time. <laughs> actually, I think they, they released it I think that was stationed to be released there. Right. And but then, then Elden Ring's Elden Ring like, Elden Ring, we're going to push it back. And it just happens to be a week later. So uh, I know you were like, shit, I got one week. I got one week to go through Elden Ring. And I still went through it and I still had a great time playing it. Uh, I did not complete. I did not 100% complete that game. I did not. But I had a good time playing it. And it had certain accessibility uh, options in the game that allowed me to do so in a timely manner. It respected my time which is what I enjoyed about Horizon Forbidden West. It's like, you can make it as easy or as hard as you want it to be, and the game can be very fucking difficult, but it is what it is. Uh, but, um, yeah, like, I just hope that they are going to continue to support Starfield after the fact, and like I said, just not just re-release as a money grab over no, and over, it, and over it, Yeah, I, I want to touch on that, what you just said, where what you said about the developers of No Man's Sky continuing continuing to, continuing, continuing to support their game, even the rough, rough, lunch that they had and just still giving free content and updating uh, that's a great practice business model to have yep a good business model to practice right now i hope that bethesda learns from joining with microsoft with a cd project red that oh, yeah. you can't be all right well we're just gonna fix it down the road yeah where's that don't do, don't do that where's that fixed don't do that that's not the right mentality i have don't be like that's okay we'll just launch it and then we'll, we'll fix it we'll, it'll be all right we have yet don't to do that. see yet to see those fixes that's, by the way that's that's that's, that's an old way antiquated way stupid way of, of looking at your games because I, that will come back and haunt you and bite you in the ass i 100 percent agree yeah. and their stock prices have definitely taken a hit for it and i think that anybody who uh sees a game release from cd project red is going to think twice at this point 100 percent. so um 
that being said, one of my favorite games of all time, Knights of the Old Republic, was getting a remake. Uh, and that one has gotten delayed, and not because of polish or not because of uh, COVID, but uh, basically they're shaking up the studio. Uh, people are getting let go and moved around and all kinds of stuff, so uh, the game is taking a hit because of it. And now this one's kind of got me on my back foot. It's mm. like I was super excited for it. Me too. But now that the game has changed hands and is going to change hands and continue to change hands, I'm assuming, this one's got me on the, I uh, don't know. Cautious. Yeah, very cautious. Red flags. A lot of red Tattoos flags. on the ass. Yeah, a lot of that. Just, you know, it just doesn't seem like... If, if it's going to go through this now, this early in the development cycle, let's say two years in at most, right? And they had another two years to go or a year and a half to go or whatever it is. And yeah, I, I kind of, yeah, I'm just kind of weary. You mm-hmm. know, I'm just, I don't want to touch that pen because I don't know if it's hot or not. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just going to kind of like Keep look it at it from baby. afar. I'm going to give it some time to cool off yeah. basically. So they, they haven't given a, a, a release date for this one. Just the fact that it got uh, just delayed indefinitely was the actual term that they used for it because of the studio shakeup. So, yeah, uh, we've seen it happen before with other games where they just, it changes hands and it changes hands and it changes hands and it just becomes Mass a Effect shit Andromeda. game. Andromeda. And yeah. I will, I'm, not, I'm not saying it was a shit game. It, it, it wasn't a shit game. It just did not stand shoulder to shoulders with its predecessors. Correct. That was a problem. Cause it didn't have a vision that was seen two, all the way through. Yeah, 2 and 3 was, was really great. 1, 2, and 3 all, as a whole, you know, that trilogy was great. Mm-hmm. Then you got Andromeda and it was just lacking and that's because they had a lot of just uh, management changes halfway through and mm-hmm. it just didn't pan out. It and, it's just unfortunate. and it ruined it. Yeah, like, I'm not saying it's a shit game. It's just compared to the, what it was, it's not there and it's right. unfortunate because it had the potential. It did have the potential. Yeah. That is that is the truth. And now they're doing a new game and they're doing it, you know, all in house, not in an ulterior uh, And 100% with Coatsheart, I mean, I never played it, but I heard you talk about it. I heard Travis talk about it. I heard my boy Lion Soul talk about it. Mm-hmm. It's such a great game and that I want to experience it on this new gen consoles. Right. And now I can't. It's unfortunate. Not it's right unfortunate. Now. At least not right now. And but uh, again, but iffy. when you say de- indefinitely, because this this direction change, these management change, these behind the scene changes, again, it just raises kind of red flags. Oh like, yeah, for oh, sure. What are they going to do? Yeah, what How's are they going to come out? Yeah, is it going to be what we thought it was going to be? Is it going to exactly. be? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's unfortunate. So uh, yeah, man, it, it bums me out um, that these things happen, but they do happen. We've seen, like I said, we've seen it happen before, and we're going to continue to see it in the future. Uh, certain people's visions just don't match up with other people, um, and and it happens a lot, and it's happened. It's going to continue to happen. So, yeah. Uh, hopefully, it comes out well. Hopefully, it has plenty of time in the oven. Hopefully, everything is um, uh, at the end will release and release in a good state. So, yeah. Uh, I, I I hope for the best. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm praying for the best, but I'm kind of, I'm like preparing for the worst. <laughs> yeah, I'm expecting the worst for this one right now. So. Um, I wanted to talk about the the Quest Two, oh yeah, uh, by Meta. So they uh, hiked the price up a hundred dollars. Really? Yeah. You know what you get for it? Oh, yeah. That's what I got. Nothing. Is it because of chip shortages? Sure. <laughs> Zuckerberg said he's hiking up the price. Really? Yeah, hundred dollars. No reason. Hey, you get you get a thirty dollar game with it though. <sighs> and you get you get Beat Saber for you know for free. Nice game, I heard. Yeah. So it's a seventy dollar price hike. For what? For the same hardware, you for nothing, nothing and, changes. And, you know, you figured trying to get more people into that that, that, that that console, into that medium of gaming, you figured 
that's probably the least thing you would want to do. You want people bring it. Could you imagine? Hold on. Could you imagine PlayStation going? Ah, uh, we're gonna bump the price up a hundred dollars. It would Could have to. Be, it would. I would have to be. What's the trade-off? What am I getting for this? Nothing. And you get nothing. You get the exact same PlayStation we've been selling for five hundred bucks. But now we're just jacking the. But prices. now we're going up to six hundred because we're not making enough money on it. Yeah, that, that's. I would say. Good luck, good luck having a returning customer. I mean, Nintendo did it. They jacked up their price $100, but they gave you an OLED screen. Now, they didn't change any of the internals. They changed the dock. They gave you the OLED screen yeah. and the battery but, life. But you still have the option to buy the lesser, the, the, the base, the right. OG Switch. Yeah. Right, but you still have the option. This one, there's no option. That's there's, terrible. It's, it's $300 now, right? $300? Yeah, it went from $199 to $399, which is... So what are the competitors? Uh, HTC... Uh, Valve, uh, the index. So those are probably looking a lot those better are $1, now. thousand dollars. Okay. Let's be real. And then you got to hang, you have to hang cameras. the The only option that you're gonna have here is gonna be the PSVR two, that which isn't released, and you know it is just we don't know when it comes out. You know, so as of right now, there is no standalone competitor the way that Quest is. Like, what makes Quest so great is you can buy it now. You don't need a Facebook login. Which is nice. You don't have to give Facebook your information yeah. uh, to put on their storefront and all that other stuff. But also, you can uh, hook it up directly to your PC and start playing VR games mm. if, as long as you have the, the compatible video card and all that For stuff. For sure. You don't have to hang up any uh, sensors on the wall, any cameras or anything like that as compared to like the HTC Valve. So very low entry. You just plug and play. You're ready right. to roll. But since it doesn't have any competitors and since there is a chip shortage and since ah. Zuckerberg is a money-hungry piece of shit, we're going to bump the price up on Hundred dollars, yeah. inflation, baby. That's where we're at. Inflation, a full-on seventy-five percent price increase. You know, I, I know, and I, I've, I've read around and heard about that Facebook isn't isn't as big as it was, it's making as money as it is. But if that's how you expect to make more money by raising the price of, of one of your other products right. to make up for that, like, yeah. I mean, I'm I glad I bought it when I did. Yeah. I, it has a lot of dust on it right now. I've been kind of slacking on it. I do need to go back and finish Half-Life Alex, and that's what I fucking should be doing instead of playing Path of Exile, but I'm an idiot. Your backlog, <laughs> baby. <laughs> so I'm kind of an idiot. Also, the couches kind of take up more room in that room now, so I got to figure limited. it out. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, man. Uh, I don't know. It, it, Price it, jack for no reason. It just yeah, it just sucks. Yeah, that if people wanted to get in and they wanted the option, well now there's a hundred dollar increase. Mm-hmm. I, it just it it, it it might end up just biting them in the ass more. Who knows? They're gonna they're gonna bring it right back down. This has happened before in other things, and they bring it up and people get mad. Kind of like fucking uh, the Xbox uh, Xbox Live. I remember or that. Whatever, and then like immediately went right back to what it needed to be, especially on the backlash. But I don't think a lot of people. If you don't have a Quest Two at this point, especially since it's like a year and a half, two year old hardware at this point. You probably don't want it. You probably weren't going to get it anyway. But the the thing that's going to pull you away from it even more so is a price hike for a hundred fucking dollars. Yeah. Like, oh, I wanted to get into it and I just got my PC because PC parts are readily available. Uh, but it just went up by a hundred dollars. So is it worth it to get it now or is it just to hold off and to wait for them to drop the price down? But like how many people are going to speak up and say, hey, bring bring the price back bring to the price where, it need, where it needs to be. What's probably going to happen? They'll be like, well, I gotta, well I'll just spend it on... Uh more games, I guess. I guess I'll I just buy know. more games other places. Just regular. Yeah, I'll just play regular. Yeah, I don't know. It's, just, that's, that's it's a bummer. Yeah, it is. Ridiculous. Um, you got anything, Papa? Because I only yeah. have a few more. Uh, the last thing that I have on my thing, and it came, I saw that a couple of weeks ago, where uh, Naoki Yoshida, the producer and developer 
for one of the producers and developers for Final Fantasy XIV MMO. He said that uh, Final Fantasy XVI has action-based combat because okay. younger gamers don't see the appeal of turn-based fights. Okay. And I remember when I was watching the Summer Game Fest and they were talking about Final Fantasy XVI, they showed some gameplay, and I saw it and I was like, okay, it looks like there's just one person in the party, okay, and he's at, at putting some, you know, it looks... I don't see any of the JRPG. I see some menus here and there. Right. He's fighting these giant-ass monsters. Yeah, I see these monsters, these giant espers and guardians and, and, and summons are fighting. So I was like, I didn't get to see much of the gameplay, but then just seeing this about, like, they're going away from the turn base and going more action-based. I feel like it's going to turn into God of War. Yeah. And at, that, at. and at that point, at that point, just call it uh, random uh, open-world game title. Right. And say the Final Fantasy for what Final Fantasy is, and it right. has been a turn-based JRPG. Uh, yeah, well, Final Fantasy VII Remake did kind of change that model up where you could start adding your inputs. But when you boil it down, uh, what's what? Fifteen started that with right? a, with a, the boys, with the right? boys. Yeah, yeah, that's when you first started seeing yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, for sure you saw more of the action-based Seven, combat. For sure. Yeah, and then a certain remake, you you see some of that. But at the if you boil it down, Final Fantasy VII Remake, it's still turn-based because even though you're attacking with Cloud, you still have to all right go to Barrett. Enter your fire attack so you could right. weaken your enemy and stagger them, and then you still have to. You right. can't just hit square, 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 and just smash them with cloud That's sword. Correct. You can't do that. You're not gonna get far, at least. No, you're you not. still have to use your Boss characters turn base. You, yeah, you're gonna get killed. <laughs> you ever played Hell House? <laughs> oh my god, that was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, so, bad. so yeah, you would have to. So the the fact that they're they're pushing Final Fantasy 16 away from turn base and making it more action based, to me, it's like don't call it Final Fantasy then. Call it something else. Call it Forsaken something. I don't know. I see where you're coming from. I, I just feel like it, because younger players don't like it, and it sucks because me being an older, you know, older millennial that grew up on the turn base, right? And it being phased out from Square Enix, it just really sucks because I grew up in the golden age of, of SquareSoft when right. I had Reagan Story and uh, Final Fantasies and uh, Bra- Brave Friendship Mushashi and. Uh, to a lesser extent, freaking Reagan store. Uh, I mean, you know, just a whole bunch uh, I had to choose from. Right. And now it's just being phased out. Okay. And it just sucks. There's other turn-based games out there for you, though, 100%. Right? Yeah, I can still get it with, you know, via, via Atlas with the Persona games. But it just feels that... And and some games some games did go that open, more open-based. So let's, let's use Dragon Quest Eleven as that. But, you know, eventually they def- released a definitive edition, which you could then have, like, full-on turn-based attacks, right? Like... But this game, I think, is not going to be open world, uh, from what I understand. It's going to be more linear and uh, giant boss fights, which makes it seem to me more on the God of War. The God of War Final Fantasy VII remake, right? Type Final of Fantasy game. Thirteen, yeah. Which is all well and good. I did enjoy. I did enjoy Seven remake. I, I did enjoy uh, uh, God of War. I enjoy both of those games. So. For me, it's right up my alley. I do. I also enjoy turn-based games at the at the same time, though. You know what I mean? So like, it just comes down to your personal preference. Like, if if that if, if Final Fantasy 16 released at the same time as Dragon Quest 12, but Dragon Quest 12 was, I'm just trying to use two big games or whatever. Yeah. It was turn-based, and the other one is more action RPG-based. Like, you just speak with your wallet at that point. You know, like, oh, I'm gonna buy triangle strategy because I enjoy that kind of turn-based battle or I'm going to buy uh, whatever you know Dragon Quest 12 which is coming out with their you know their battle mechanic which is just straight up turn-based style um, and, and the same thing I've seen in, in Tales Tales of Arise uh, it's, it's not you can't just button mash either no. you got to kind of be smart position on that one. yourself and use your combos and so, launchers so maybe the combat is is 
maybe the combat as we haven't seen so much of it, but maybe the combat in, in Final Fantasy 16 is engaging and 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 interactive in a way where it doesn't feel like I don't know, like like shit, basically. For sure. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, at the end of the day, I want it to be a great game. I yeah. want it to be awesome. I want it to be memorable. I want to know these characters, their backstory, and and, and and enjoy it. I want to, but it always been. I've always known that turn-based JRPG and Final Fantasy have always gone hand in hand. Correct. You knew if you're playing a Final Fantasy games, minus you know some spin-offs here and there, that you know that you are playing a JRPG, right. turn-based JRPG. You know right. you're playing that. And now that they're getting away from that, it feels like why even call it Final Fantasy? That's just me. You know, if you want to call it something else, if you want to call it Dragon Quest or Tales or Forsaken, whatever, it just to me it feels like Final Fantasy, for the most part, should be in that formula. I I understand. You have to make some changes. You have to make some changes. But this is what this is. This has been your DNA forever. Right. And I just it's just unfortunate that I'm seeing that. But again, I don't have the full picture. Maybe it'll be great. Maybe maybe I'll be like you know what. Well, things, is old way. things just change with time. Not yeah. everything, and once again, not everything stays the same forever. Correct. Uh, and they do want to bring in the most money, a uh, most amount of money possible, which they're gonna, they're more than allowed to do, and they're gonna continue to oh. do. Uh, right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if they change things for a younger audience, then maybe that's what they want to change. And I agree with you. Maybe they should call it something different, uh, and then continue to make Final Fantasies in a certain way. But it has been changing for the past few years, starting with 15, I believe. Uh, and 14 was just completely different in general. So, like, so like it, it, I mean, like, well, it started with 14, really, huh? With the fucking MMO, because it's not really turn-based. It's like I, I would say it started with Final Fantasy 10. You started noticing where it started to become more linear. And then, you know, you had 11, which was an MMO, which flopped. And then you had 13, uh, 12. And, you know, you, st- you started seeing the writing on the wall was back then. It slowly just progressed to something else. And understandably so. Right. I mean, not, yeah, nothing's ever going to stay the same. Yeah. And uh, they, all, they always change it up. Uh, unless it's just like uh, Street Fighter. You know, Street Fighter will come out and then it'll have their different mechanic for that game. But the core mechanics are still there. So it's been 1v1. Right. A timer of 99 seconds. You know, right. super bar, your health bars. And I think that, it, yeah, if you want to call it Final Fantasy, then yeah, you should stick with the formula that got you to the dance, right? Like you yeah. should stick with what got you there. Yeah, if anything, Especially I mean... to the fans. I mean, there's still... Uh, publishers and developers like Atlas, where I, you know, I'm sure I'll still get some JRPG turn-based games from them, right. stuff like that. So it's just—it's not the end of the world. Of course, it's not. But it's just unfortunate that that Final Fantasy, the director sees that way and, and it's, it's changing it. It's just—it's eh, just my my gripe about it. I hear you. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about turn-based games though, because there's some PlayStation. Oops, she did what I did. <laughs> there is some PlayStation Plus games that got announced for August. Uh, and this one comes with the essential, the essential pack, I guess. The, That's the base one. Yeah, the base one. Yeah. Because um, you got you got stray with um, the premium, or not the whatever the mid tier one yeah. was. Uh, and I feel like if you were a PlayStation player and you didn't buy a lot of games, I looked at the games list. I feel like that middle tier is perfect. Who's going back and playing old ass games that don't matter anymore anyway? Um, and also like the game list there with lackluster. But anyway. That's beside the point. Uh, getting into the PlayStation Plus August games, one of our favorite games, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Such a great uh, game. Turn-based. Yeah, that's, a, that's another good turn-based. RPG. Yeah. Uh, that one's a good one. That one is uh, getting uh, a free release uh, as long as you maintain your PlayStation Plus membership, as well as Tony Hawk 1 and 2, which was a good, phenomenal remake. Uh, I already own a copy of that, but I would more than happy to take a second on PlayStation. 
and Little Nightmares. That's a creepy go- little game. Yeah, I've you been wanting to play. I've been wanting to play that one on my Steam Deck. That, I yeah, it, that's, that's, that's similar in the same vein of like Zim, uh, uh, of Limbo, and oh, what's the other one they made? Limbo and Inside. And Inside. Yeah, that that kind of mm-hmm. that style. Perfect. If you like that, you'll like Little Nightmares for sure. So those are coming out, I believe, the Tuesday after the uh, the Thursday after the first of the month. So the first of the month is what tomorrow. Yeah, first of the month. So wake should, up, wake up, wake up. So it should be on Thursday whenever you get these games on your PlayStation Plus. Good. So, hey, man. Uh, yeah, Like a Dragon is fun. Like a Dragon is really it's fun. so I good. Like I, I highly recommend I, it. I, lo- I literally love Ichiban. He's cool. I, and and they said they're going to do uh, Like a Dragon 2 using the same engine and everything. Like, I'm excited. That's For me, it's going to be a day one buy. Oh, for sure. I had a blast. I, I love it. For sure. I can't, I can't harp on it enough. And then going back to Nostalgia, since Nostalgia is king, uh, World of Warcraft Wrath of the Lich King I saw that uh, expansion for WoW Classic is going to be out September 26th and I think that was the last expansion you played that was one I, of the main it ones was, you played it was one of the main, main ones I played I got it I got it in near the end of Burning Crusade played a sh- crap ton of Wrath of the Lich King and yeah. then got out near at the end of Cataclysm but Wrath was I think that was like peak golden age Wow, it was everything was really good at that point. It was, it was, wow, I was at a really good spot right. during that during that expansion. That's what's up, man. Yeah. So yeah, for all the Wild WoW Classic players out there that want to re-experience Wrath of the Lich King, you'll be able to on September 26th. Go That's pretty cool. North I never got to play. Yeah. I never got to play Lich, so um, it's exciting for those players, I, I assume. Um, but WoW, the WoW has been on a decline for quite a bit. But uh, once again, I want to see what happens to Blizzard Activision after. The merger. the merger with Xbox as well, so um, hopefully good things because I don't think that still has it still has yet to be confirmed if I remember correctly. Uh, it's yeah. like on the end stages, but like not completely done. Because they're crossing T's and dotting their eyes yeah, and doing some paperwork sure like and no, uh, go through the lawyers and everything. That's right. So, uh, but yeah, man, that's uh, exciting for those people and, and good for them. Because I think Dragonflight was supposed to be that's the next expansion for WoW. But I talked to Jackal about it, and I don't think he's heard anything about it. Mm-mm. So, and usually they'll have like PTRs up and running, so you know, start getting some feedback on the game. But and BlizzCon was already canceled this year, if I remember correctly. Again? Yeah, I think so. I think it was canceled earlier this year, like way early this year, if I remember correctly. But it's usually what November, October, somewhere around there, like I'm third not so quarter, sure. fourth it's quarter. In California, so I wouldn't be surprised. California. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, that's about really all I got. Unless you got anything else, but because I got a pee piece. <laughs> no, I'll keep it. No, I'll just, I'll just keep it going. No, 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 I'm good, bro. I'm good. All we right. did about almost two hours. Yeah, two hours almost. Uh, why don't you uh, tell everybody where we can find you, brother? Oh, God, you guys catch me at uh, option select. Wait. wait. <laughs> uh, the OS, the OS Rig Project. That's my little podcast I've been working on, guys. It's just me solo. I talk about the stuff that's going on in my life. It's kind of like an open diary slash video game slash thing where I'm going on. And you guys can catch it there. And, of course, I'm streaming and all the socials. So you guys want to drop by. And, of course, I'll always be here. You know, whenever the boys need me in a pinch, so I'm not completely gone. I just, you know, Kevin, Kevin's doing a good job. Yeah, he's doing a yeah. yeah he's 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 he has some good takes. Yeah, he's got some, except for not right now, release dates, huh? Oh, we're supposed to talk. Huh? Guy, we're, supposed, of a bitch? we're supposed to talk about Guy Beam. Oh, we were. Let's that, talk about him real quick. <laughs> the game. Oh yeah, <laughs> I saw the footage on Twitter yesterday. <laughs> dead drop, drop dead. Oh, dead drop. Uh, some some shit like, like that. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not here to tell people where to spend their money. Right. It definitely ain't that though. But it just feels like if it, it, like you shouldn't have to pay to play a beta. Yeah, and and then the whole thing was is 
is uh, Dr. Disrespect, a.k.a. Guy Beam, because I'm not going to call him Dr. Disrespect. I'm going to call him Guy, because that's his fucking name. There you go. Uh, so Guy had posted up a tweet or something like that. He's like, uh, if I take a screenshot right now, it'll, I'll do anything Call of Duty has to whatever, blah, 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 blah. Uh, just a screenshot and then somebody had posted like some kind of like a targeting uh, range or some shit like that did you see this I saw it and Twitter. it looked like worse than Call of Duty Mobile bro and it looked bad like my phone has better graphics and resolution than that damn thing bro I hope I hope for the love of God it turns into something great but uh, I don't see it uh, it and once again is that Steve, my style Steven, Steven with his Steven with his ever optimism was just like oh it's still an alpha bro Still alpha. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll let you have that. I'll let you have that. But whenever it's full release, and I say I told you so, I, that's gonna be a great. I told you so. That's gonna be a great one. I'm gonna do it first thing in the episode. It's gonna be like, I told you so. Yeah. I'm gonna do it in my one. demonic voice. Again, like I'm not here to tell people to spend their money, but it just feels like you should have to pay to get into beta. I mean, yeah, they do and, that a and lot you, though. And you, and just for what NFTs for skins? Yeah, that's the NFT shooter dead drop. I don't know, man. It's, it seems like a I wild... I don't find prestige in it. I, I don't know, but again, to East Throne. East Throne. Yeah, hey, hey, Steven. Spend your money in better places. <laughs> I don't know. We'll Do see. Better. We'll see, but Do yeah, that's, that's a game that's going to be on my radar just so I can see what's, what's so it about. laugh at it on its way down. Well, the thing is, if, if this guy beam and uh, Dr. Disrespect, if, if he could put some good quality content, sure, because honestly, when I see the guy, like, I see the gimmick. That's all right. it is. It's a gimmick, and uh, the 12-year-olds love it. Sure. So... And the, the problem is, here's the problem, is he's got such a big following that it's going to sell like crazy and he's going to walk away with a shit ton of money regardless. That's the sad part. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like he's going to be followed. He's like being followed into battle right now, basically. And and it, it's going to be like fucking not a good time. It's not going to be a good time. I don't think so anyway. Uh, it sounded iffy to begin with, and it definitely looks even more iffy now. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, it just... Uh, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm not gonna reward that by, by by paying. But then again, it's not in my wheelhouse. I don't play those type of games. So we'll I do, see. but I'm not playing that one. Uh, but yeah, guys, make sure you check out Rick's podcast uh, that he does weekly, uh, the OS uh, the Rick, Rick Project. Project yeah. And uh, he'll he'll be joining us whenever he can. And as for uh, me, you can catch me on all things social media at OS underscore onslaught. Um, and if you want to hit up the podcast, you check out our website, optionselect.wordpress.com ah, or on all things social media at optionselectpod. Um, I'm going to try and stitch this one together tonight whenever I get home. We'll see how it goes. But as always, guys, we wanted you to take care of yourselves, be happy, be healthy, and we'll fucking catch you next week. Watch some anime. And watch some anime. Peace out, guys. Bye. Wife was trash. <laughs>